Hey guys, before we get started, this episode of Beer and Other Shit, the podcast is brought to you by High Season Co., a social media agency with over a decade of marketing experience who are crafting the way brands are perceived online. These guys aren't just marketers, they're liquid enthusiasts, craft beer nerds, hip-hop heads, and Gary Vee disciples. So is your social media looking tired? Are you having trouble getting to your customers? High Season can make it happen. Check them out, highseasonco.com. That's highseasonco.com. Now let's drink some beers. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C-Certified Brewhead. And I'm Scott Beer, Cold Beer Enthusiast. And welcome to episode 88 what? of Beer Nights to the Podcast. 88 is one of my favorite, like, numbers that's got a whole And why story. is that? There's a hip-hop It's a hip-hop there. thing. It's kind of long. It's kind of stupid. But me and Brad have been kind of obsessed with it for a while. So happening... So the fact that I got to episode 88, it's pretty cool. 88, 88 episodes. represent. That's a lot of fucking it's episodes. It's crazy. Isn't that crazy? We're almost to 100. We're almost triple digits. We're, we've got some ideas of what we want to do for episode 100, yes. but we haven't really pulled the trigger yet so it's gotta be something big right uh, we have to do something pretty decent yeah. so we have to we have to discuss that at some point because it's gonna it's gonna like come up on this right real quick and then all of a sudden it's gonna be like bam because it's 88 already and that kind of yeah. seems like ridiculous well this is um this is our, our b-a-o-s east set Ooh, i, I like that call it right like that yeah so you guys kind of did a little redecorate this is our first podcast on first the podcast. new set as we'll call it the I'm new re, the redecorate yeah. in your apartment it looks awesome it's not, it's um, nice, right? Different energy. It's yeah, kind of fresh and that's new. That's what it feels like. Yeah. I'm I'm satisfied here. Much more like sort of, you know. The feng shui is yeah, like it's happening. What, and I'm that's feeling what like. Feel. Yeah. So got a little sign back here too. Got a little sign. We kind of like jacked uh, yeah, Appy OS podcast. Follow us, hit thumbs up on a video already for the sign because the sign's already. fire. Like, I'm just saying like already. Shouts to uh, Adam uh, Brewhead for He's a Well, G. we stole we stole your idea, man. Okay, we stole He's a G. All right, fuck. He's a G. He's a G. He's a G. Right. Loves pickles. Love. Who doesn't? Yeah. Pickles are the best. Right. So this episode is the second part in a series of episodes we're planning to do showcasing various regions. Right. Um, so the last one we did was showcasing Quebec, Quebec as a yes. whole. Correct. And uh, we kind of figured we, we realized we weren't focusing enough on Ontario and Quebec and in general, yes. In general, and being that we are from both Ontario and Quebec, we figured we should give some love to the places that we reside in. So, yes. Um, I mean, we are we were planning initially on doing this one back in Ontario, in Ontario. Yeah. but the real point is we have the beer from Ontario, and that's really what matters. That's like, what matters. We most. want we're going to do different. We're going to do a Vermont one and Ottawa yes. and different regions, but we might not always be there. Right when we do it, we'll try so to. We do it when we can, and we yeah. happen to be here right now. Uh, so, so yeah, this is our Ontario yeah. feature. I brought a few down. You had a couple yourself, so, so we have a nice little go mishmash. through what we yeah. have. Well, you want to start from the left? Sure. Uh, we have Collective Arts Mash Up the Jam. It's a dry hop sour, which is like one of my favorite styles. Oh, I have not yeah. had this particular beer, Looking forward but to I it. am super stoked to get so into this. So they were an hour west of Toronto. Yes. So, so this, this is, is kind of uh, west in the GTA yep. area. In that sort of yep. side? Uh, next, one to go on the other yeah. side there. Now we have uh, from Barry, which is about an hour north of Toronto, yeah. is uh, Flying Monkeys uh, Live Transmission um, let's look, Milkshake IPA. Yes. Um, I have had this. Fantastic. This is actually cool because it's available at the LCBO. Yes. Super, which is where I got it from. Mo- you yep. go from it? Yep. And it's the most widely available milkshake IPA in the province. Cool. And uh, also, Barry is dope as shit. So. I, I have not tried it. so I'm, You haven't had it? No. Oh, sick. So, so oh you got to be very so. happy, man. Yep. That's great. Uh, next one, uh, this is Alora Borealis from Alora Brewing Co. It's a Citra Pale Ale. 
I super fire. I can't you had this? When I, I had it a while ago. Yeah, I unassumingly had it. And I was like, wow, this what is this? It's, I, I was it's like, so impressive. What the hell is this? It was fantastic. Um, we saw them again at the oh that Toronto Fest yes, Brad Winter yes. Toronto Winter Beer Fest that's the one yeah they were there and uh, I was praising them for this beer because it was fantastic when I had it so I figured this is a great representation and they're about and Alora is west no, northwest sorry northwest yes so they're probably like another solid hour or so past Hamilton so like we guess that represents kind of West Ontario. Yep, let's say Western. Ish. Yep. So coming back to Toronto, we got Bellwoods. This is their brand new uh, Milkshark Raspberry Milkshake IPA. So I guess we have two Milkshake IPAs. Um, ah, what we like. Guilty pleasure. You ah, fuck it, you know, and this because it's brand new and uh, this is really kind of hard to get. Shout out to Brad and my brother Notion who picked them up for Always me. a G lining up for so uh, yeah, the fire stuff the beers. we can't get there. So at least uh, you get to try this one, which yes. is very important. And well, finally, last but not least, so this is uh, you added this to the kind of repertoire from your yes, I had this for a while stash. So Stone City Ales, who we love, like who absolutely Huge make fire stuff. To Justin, Justin in the house. This is Chloe Saison. It's a French saison brewed with Barb Rouge hops. Yeah, something new, which huh? I haven't had. Yeah, it's and gonna be interesting. So, and he told me specifically this is the 2017s, and yeah. he told me to hang on to it for at least six months. It is and like I, like it, I haven't even cracked it yet, but it is like clear, clear as day. But maybe one of those ones that'll like something will happen when you pop it. But he said to keep it upright for six months, and it's right. been probably I reckon like last summer I got it. So, which means that all the uh, sediment would have settled to the bottom. Exactly. So, so maybe we give yeah. it a little swell. But, but we figured this is a nice representation. You know, from as far as like some east, yeah. some west. I mean, we haven't covered the entire province but let's be honest how many can we really exactly for? and we just kind of want to talk about toronto beer and ontario beer yeah. and just what we feel about the, the the scene out there and stuff right. so what what did we say we'll start with probably the allure eh? uh or do you want to start with the dry hop no i think probably we allure. said allure first yeah well the only way to open it would be with the trusty <laughs> Brewheads uh opener fire uh, which is now back in stock so use our coupon code um we'll probably put it in the description i think we usually do that for podcasts eh? I'm not even sure, but it wasn't in uh, in stock for ages. And because we keep constantly pr- promoting it, Phil was like, all right. It's okay. We get I'll it. stock we'll it. it Jesus. So that was pretty lit. Yeah. So I was happy that this he- This is sick. Uh, Did they do the, like, the dark mahogany one yeah, too? Yeah, so the dark one, the light so one. So this one, that one, doesn't matter what color it is. It's a wicked opener. You just doesn't need it bend life. your caps. Easy. It has a magnet in it. I keep it like stuck to my little, uh, little bar fridge, cart right? or fridge. Oh, you do the bar, yeah, bar yeah, cart, yeah, yeah. fridge or anything. It's easy. You just chuck it on. It hangs down there. It's feels nice in your hand. It's like grip. It's just money. There's, there's nothing I don't like about money. it. There's nothing I don't like about it. Makes me sick. Yeah. You get tips glass over yonder. Oh, thanks, Jacob. You're a gentleman and a scholar. So nice little hazy paler. So basically, um, Ontario beer is phenomenal. Yes, I feel honored to live in the province of Ontario because um, I I feel like Ontario has been one of the front runners in Canada for craft beer since kind of craft beer came about, or since at least I started learning about it. For sure. And um, it wasn't always great, but they were people doing things and trying new things. Um, There's some really old, I mean, Toronto specifically, breweries that have been around for over 30 years already, right? Correct. So, some of the oldest in the country. They've kind of been in the forefront of Ontario craft since the beginning, and they've continued to progress so, and I think are still one of the best, if not the best, uh, places to get beer in the entire country. So, agreed. um, I think it's really cool what's happening here, and uh, like just the progression and the collabs are, are super cool. 
Um, what are your thoughts? Being I someone agree. who has lived in Ontario in the past. Yes, and I'm there often. Yeah. I love Ontario beer. It's just, it's gone like leaves and bounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely want to cheers this real quick. Yeah, let's do that. Is, yeah, this is beautiful. First things first. Cheers. cheers. Oh, t- wow. Tiff is just. Almost. You almost. <laughs> Get it in, yeah. Yeah, it's a gem. What a great beer. Thanks. Um, chalky, dusty. Yeah. Nice and fruity. It's fantastic. A little bit of uh, like a grapefruit on the tail end the there. there. A little, little touch of bitterness, a little bit yeah. dank. But yeah, Ontario beer. So when we first, to, to pull it back, like right now, like to echo what you're saying, I agree mm-hmm. wholeheartedly. Ontario beer is pushing the boundaries mm-hmm. um, in the in Canada, for sure. I feel like they're one of the, the provinces that are very much looking to the outside. Yes. Uh, and focusing on what everyone else is doing and learning from that and then applying it in a much faster time, like cycle than anywhere else right. that I've seen. Perhaps maybe BC, but we don't have enough sort of like on the ground experience out there um but when we first started, we talk about this a bunch when we first got into like it was 2011 mm-hmm. uh, early 2011 when we got into craft beer yep and Ontario breweries were just doing English style beers like they were fairly standard stuff yeah I was never excited about it. I was more excited about the Euro lagers and stuff to be honest than like a lot of the English boring ass shit that dudes were doing out here some of the earlier breweries but that's how it started I mean like right. here in Montreal they were doing Belgian but mm-hmm. out there they were doing English stuff and it was not really like it's, it's more I think it's just more, it wasn't good or bad it was just it wasn't exciting. cutting edge it wasn't uh, it was just it was there standard stuff I mean it was better than Canadian Coors Blue Export um, and what is such right yeah. but it, it wasn't inspiring it was kind of um stuff that had been done before I mean it was better than the usual suspects but yeah, yeah. it wasn't anything like uh, crazy that you'd write home about yeah but branding included yeah a that, lot of that's another is, yeah that's another big we'll thing get too. To that, we'll get yeah. to that after but um yeah fairly standard styles um uh and then kind of through trying all these beers I, I noticed some of the breweries were doing some interesting stuff I remember one that stuck out in my mind was um Great Lakes did a few kind of um, I guess out of the box style of beers, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, so that sounds that. really cool." And they're doing like, um, like the Miami Vice, the Vice one. Yeah, they, the, well, they had that like that green tea ale. Yeah, that was cool. And they cool. had um, just like some like different like orange, using some different adjuncts that, that just seemed cool to me. And I'm like, "Well, that sounds awesome." Kind of beer fun, with right? like orange or beer with green tea in it. So you know, we kind of started trying that stuff and. Um, and then I noticed more and more breweries were doing these kind of different styles that um, I hadn't seen before yeah. or adding different fruits and stuff. And I got into like the real like, you know, um, different beers added with like a bunch of places did blueberry beers. And I was like, yeah. blueberry beer, that sounds amazing, right? Nuts. So I hopped on that and um, yeah, it's kind of, it was kind of just been a snowball effect ever since. And I think you mentioned earlier um uh, Ontario's taken a lot of influence from other places, whether it be collabing with them or trying a style that maybe they've seen somewhere else. Yeah. And um, I think in doing so, they've like perfected it and excelled at these styles that maybe w- weren't their own at first, but have kind of become like a, an Ontario like a staple. staple in in uh, kind of the craft beer scene. So yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Um, and I had a little few little facts here. I agree yeah. with everything you're saying. So, as of February 2018, so mm-hmm. it's uh, May, uh, there are 242 operating breweries um, in Ontario yep. across 110 communities in the province, which mm-hmm. is pretty good. Um, 72 contract brewers of okay. that, 
and there's a at the time there was a hundred other breweries in the planning or startup stage, wow. which is significant. Um, Ninety of those craft breweries of the two hundred and forty-two are members of the OCB, which is the Ontario yep. Craft Brewers. Um, and then there's a whole bunch of stuff about economic impact and sales and market share and blah blah blah. Uh, Twenty-eight sixteen uh, volume was eight million hex, mm-hmm. um, which is a lot of beer. Eight For million hex, wow. fuck right. How much did we? Have, what percentage did we drink of that? 8 oh, million? at least at least two million. I'm like two. My to 4% gut is telling me that shit. <laughs> anyway, so that's pretty impressive. Two hundred forty-two um, breweries. Say anything about the growth over like uh, over time? Those, yeah, it's like a quick PDF. Oh, I think big, it gives you yeah, like yeah. a snapshot. That's a really good point. So I just feel like in the years we've been um, kind of into the Ontario craft scene, it's grown exponentially. So. Yes. Uh, the market share in Ontario, Ontario craft beer, as of 2017. Uh, 7.6% market share, which right. is pretty low, because in Canada, I heard it was 5 oh, overall. Okay. So in Ontario, craft beer has 76 Okay. So that's not bad. Yep. Um, and uh, they think it'll grow this year with the early indications. The grocery channel looks very positive yes. at under 20% share. So I'm not sure what that means. There's 300 groceries announced and operating, meaning yes. liquor. They're expanding the beer that, right? and wine sales in the grocery stores, yeah. And they're going up to 450 stores by next year. So that's something really, like, it's a big deal for Ontario to move it into, is. Uh, uh, to, to that. That's something we should talk about is the Ontario system and talk yes. about that in, in detail. Um, $370 million in sales last year, mm-hmm. up from 240 in 2015. Wow. So that's a pretty it's serious almost a growth. Double. That's yeah, close right? to double, yeah. That's a pretty serious growth. Um, and I probably have to sort of this investment, consumer awareness and purchasing and blah, blah, blah. But so let's talk about the system. In, that's pretty yeah. sick. So the system in Ontario, just for those who don't know, apologies for the uh, Ontario listeners who, who know, already what, what know exactly what's up. So Ontario is an extraordinarily regulated province um, with beer. The only place you can purchase craft beer. Well, there's probably four places I can think of. Mm-hmm. Primarily, there's a place called the Beer Store, which is uh, unfortunately owned and operated by uh, major brewers. Yeah, European company. It's uh, Sapporo. Oh, fuck. It's like Sapporo Molson and something yes. else. I should Google it and double check. Yeah. Um, can you check? Tiff yeah. is the fact checker. Shout yes. out to Tiffany fact checking. Yes. Um, is that. So now that, that channel to get into the Beer Store, if I'm not mistaken, it was something around the two hundred and two hundred fifty thousand dollars to get a listing. Wow. And then the stores have to choose to right. stock you. Stock or not. I don't yeah. know. I haven't heard enough about uh, the processes. You know, everyone makes fun of the LCBO aging program, how they, right. they fuck up good beers. <laughs> so I don't know about the beer store. Personally, I refuse to shop at the beer store. I do not want to give them my money. I take their money when I return my cans and stuff. Uh, Sleeman. Yep. Labat. Yep. Molson. Molson. Oh, okay. okay. So I know it was Sleeman. Okay, fantastic. Oh, Sapporo. Because you know what? It is Sapporo because Sapporo owns oh, Sleeman. Sleeman. Right. Yeah. Um, so there's three major uh, macro breweries. Quick fact. Yeah. Did you not work for the beer store at some point in your life? <laughs> Transparency? I did. Did you know? I, that's true. 2004 when we first met. So one, I didn't Sorry, know what crowd beer that No, that's... I don't know. If, does anyone know that? That you worked for that. the beer store? No. <laughs> so now people go, oh, fuck beer. Yeah. Like, no, like, you. It was 2004. Uh, I, I was... You 20, just moved to this country. Yeah, I was like 23 years old. I was yeah. a child. Like, sure, I don't know. And uh, I, I... That's I, an I, awesome first job if you... Yeah, it was a yeah. Like, I worked at Jackass's where you and I met. Yeah. And then I worked at the beer store. And um, it was... Like I was literally getting, I was excited to get the deals on that blue and Canadian because that because was the cheap beer. Yeah, because yeah. that was what Canadians drank, and sure. there was no craft beer at all then. I barely went to the LCBO because I worked at the beer, so I didn't yeah. need to go anywhere else, and uh, I didn't know the difference. And now I'm pretty much against it. I just go get my. 
take my cans back. Funny little, Quebec uh, doesn't take shit. Funny little tidbit, though. Yeah. To know that you, uh, hey, I'm, I'm comfortable there. with that. We're going to be honest. But it was so, interesting yeah. working there. So the beer store so is beer one store. place you can get beer. Two, LCBO. LCBO. So, Liquor Control Board of Ontario. Which is, LCBO is actually, for those of you who don't know, is the largest alcohol purchaser in the world. In the world. So uh, it's... Pretty crazy, a, yeah. a big mega power in the um, alcohol world, uh, and it just happens to be here in Ontario. So, oh, I, and just sorry to put it in, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, the beer store back then, I'm not sure now, could only stock products made from malt. It had to be malt right. beverages. Right, and now now they might be coolers and stuff. Yes, in there. I think they do. There's like standoff def- ice and stuff like maybe that. in that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't recall because I don't fucking go past right. the part where you right. Whereas LCBO spirits, wine, cider, Everything. anything that has alcohol in it, yes, essentially. Correct. Yes, yes, yes. So I want to clarify so, that. That's yeah. the difference. Um, it's kind of and there wasn't much beer in there for a while. It was day. a necessary evil. It was like, where do you go to get your alcohol? It had to be from the LCBO. So. I know in other countries I've been to, and even other provinces, there's other places you can purchase your liquor from. But no, like in downstairs Ontario, in Depeneau. right? Exactly, which is an amazing, convenient thing to have. Even if the beer down there isn't fantastic, from seven a.m. to eleven. If you aren't, if you're in like a bit of a situation, and you're like, oh my god, I need, you need some, something, right? You can run release. down and grab it. Exactly. It's not the end of the world. So that's the second, probably major way you'd purchase. Beer, alcohol, yes. beer in Ontario, and the LCBO traditionally, uh, like they're they're probably the most like, and that is a government owned. So the beer store was owned by the government. Yes, my and they sold, they sold to the three corporations that purchased it. Yeah, um, LCBO is always government. It always has been, and it currently is. It's it seems to be a, it stems from like and you might know more about this than me. Like it stems from prohibition because the the way that the rules like everything's regulated. Mm-hmm. It's so deeply regulated to the point that it's a nanny state. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of Australia where the way things are overregulated. Where, mm-hmm. but then in Australia I can get beer so many th- the, the things that right. they do in Australia there's no way anywhere in Canada would do how they well run. think about in the states man it's in the same states thing. it's like there's gas stations that you can just like purchase alcohol 24-7 and like the, places the bottle like Nevada where you can just like you know Vegas walk around you can the, street. Watch the street with open alcohol containers and drive like people are in like the back of pickup trucks chugging beer I'm like wow yeah. and I've heard I don't know how true this is but like Ontario is also one of the most regulated states uh, with regards to um, laws alcohol for laws. alcohol yeah so one of the strictest I should say strictest yeah. so with um, like uh, the, the drinking and driving laws like mm-hmm. and, and such I know um Australia had a bit of a problem with that, didn't they? With yeah, they really everyone, all of my friends. They became know. strict because they were. They had yeah, people were just of, killing themselves, right? Like because they were loose out there, man. Right. Dudes are crazy. It was too too much one yeah. way. And then. But at least I, I feel comfortable. I have a few beers, and I'm comfortable to the point where I'm like okay, and then yeah. I'll stop. And yeah. I'm cu- but I can comfortably drive there. I'm not really concerned because I keep it at a like, low level. We're saying, don't, in Australia, we don't condone no, drinking and driving whatsoever. But I, I know myself and I know I keep it low and I know everybody else I know in the industry like who does the same sort of thing. Whereas in Australia, dudes have like one beer at the start of the night and then they drink water the rest of the right. night. It's uh, that they, bad. They, it they, can they, ruin your life. And, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a different sort of thing. Um, but yeah, the LCBO, traditionally, even when I first lived here, it sucked for beer or had no beer and then it kind of started sucking for beer and then uh now lcbo is really focused on craft beer as it became a thing over the last couple of years like lcbo put their best foot forward sure. and, and really like stepped up to be game. honest the beer store has as well they've obviously yeah. realized the the market the craft beer the percentage that craft beer is taking from the big guys is growing and growing yeah and they've kind of made a push uh, in that direction as well because i mean 
they're gonna have their guys that drink their they have the list the top 10 list right so yeah you, you walk in like, you walk in I'll have give me numbers to this yeah, whatever yeah. seven it's their top 10 selling beers and it's usually the same Canadian stuff. Coors Corona Bud Blow Blood Light so all the same usual suspects yeah. so um, but I guess they realized that more and more people were going to the LCBO because you had uh, the, the craft range, options right? and local options yeah. which is kind of important cool to people. yeah it is so um that was kind of there. They made a, a push in that direction as well because craft has kind of started to take over. Yeah. So definitely. those are kind of, I guess, the two main outlets you'd purchase your craft beer from. Yes. And, and that's two more. More recently. Yes. Um, you've there. There was a law that was passed where you could sell wine and beer in certain grocery stores. So this started in. It was like two years. Two ago, Two years ago. Twenty sixteen. And they opened with a few pilot stores but it's been growing and growing and more and more and more stores are offering uh like beer and wine but cold, and cold too and some and of them cold. offer cold some offer just okay. you know, shelves, and, so. and it's quite um have you you've, you've purchased from there before I have, i've never even I, seen it i do yes i've purchased a couple times it's, but i it, like, do it very infrequently the one time i will do it is because um some of them will be open an hour after the lcb will be, close uh, so i have one actually just like the Sobeys? Uh, yeah, uh, it's a Food Basics. Oh, that one right on there. The oh, right there. Literally yeah. across the street. Yeah. yeah. So, like, if, if like, ah, oh, it's, like, 9.30, and I'm, like, oh, I wanted to grab, a, you know, a couple Close cans of beer or whatever, so I can run down and just grab it there. Um, the selection usually is, isn't fantastic. Okay. Um, and, again, not all of it's cold. There's, like, a little small chilled section, and the rest is just on shelves. Really? Is that yeah. bad for, like, they keep an IPAs on shelves and stuff, or is it, like... Yeah, I mean, they're not, there's nothing super temperamental like, like it's, it's pretty basic stuff yeah. although <clears throat> they carry like some good Nickelbrook beers and stuff like okay. that uh, there's a few Flying Monkeys beers there so there are options but of course they have um, you know a lot of Corona and Canadian and stuff like that too gotcha. so uh, but I believe I can't remember seeing even one American beer that I'm pretty sure they're, they're kind of promoting the Ontario side of it that must being be in Ontario I think that's probably part of the the, the law right the law like you can stuff mud now that you can or right. any American craft and all the place. wine too it's all VQA it's Ontario uh, stuff so so it's fire wine or so it's like cool. depth wine like no, it's, it's depth pretty, no wine sucks here. It's, it's pretty good like there's a few that I'm like that's not bad like there's like Malivoire and um uh, what's the other one? Megalomaniac and stuff like that. So, that's great. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, the prices are, I think, like slightly higher than um, LCBO. LCBO but the convenience is there, so it's like you almost pay the extra dollar just to have it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like for me, at least, having the grocery store literally at kind of across the street from me is right. super convenient. Has it made a huge impact on? So aside from that, I mean, because like, I sort of feel like I haven't, and I'm not there all the time. I don't live there, but like, do you think it's made a large impact on? The craft um, buying scene in Ontario? I think, it ha- I think it has made an impact, just ease of accessibility. And maybe opening it to new consumers? Yeah, Because that's kind of key. Yeah, so I guess I guess the whole idea was like you go you go grocery shopping and it's a one-stop shop now, so you can get your, you know, planning a dinner party and I'm going to get some steaks and I'm going to get this. Oh, we need some beer, so you grab some of those too. And maybe um, because they have more like there, there are only Ontario options you have to try something maybe you haven't tried before so right. uh, I think mm, it's that's kind of cool yeah the, the ease of accessibility is the the, the, the key best part yeah okay so beer store LCBO we have grocery, grocery stores and the fourth is direct from brew pubs right so bottle shops bottle shops yeah. uh, the beauty of that they have no regulations that any of the LCBO does I believe they can be open 
11. Correct. Well, at least till 11. I'm yeah. not sure if they can open anytime. I know some like Bellwoods, Burdock. Uh, most of them I've like, seen have been 11, 11 to 11. 11. 11 to 11. 11 to 11 seems to be the hour. On like open. public holidays too, where the yeah. LCBOs are closed, exactly. but you could go and get literally some of the best beer in the yeah. province or at least in the city. Yeah. Um, from those uh, brew pubs. Now, personally, I guess we should move to this. Yeah, let's get the next one. Um, this is Mash Up The Jam. Mash Up The Jam. Put a little one, two, bit Sorry, Jeff. I apologize. Sorry, sorry, for, the, <laughs> sorry for the Jamaicans. Uh-huh. Um, personally... Apologize to the confused listeners. The confused listeners, sorry. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm saying. Know, yeah, like, oh, yeah. Man's no. Mash so, brew pubs, like, I don't know if we... I guess we kind of say this... I don't know if I say this, like, we are on the podcast or just to, like, each other, but... Um, Personally, I almost exclusively shop at um, brew direct from the breweries or brew pubs. Ninety um, percent for me, I'd say. From that in yeah. Montreal, no, because it doesn't exist here. Right. Oh, nice, really yellow. I didn't expect that. Yeah. Um, in Toronto, absolutely every time. I occasionally go to the LCBO. Sometimes, like you know, if Tiff wants to get wine, I'm like, oh, let me take a look and see what's popping. Uh, and maybe there's, I'll give some to Tiff. Oh, that's her. Sorry. Um, and you know, maybe there, there might be some good stuff, like something like this, like collective arts, uh, all up in there, um, baby. Thank you. Uh, let me take a one-two pick. Whoa. Let me get that one-two yeah. pick. Yeah. So this is the collective arts mash up the jam dry hop sour, five point two percent. Just say what uh, what it's the. What the dry hop is? This? Yeah. Oh, Vic Secret, ah. Citra, and Mosaic. That was those are the three we had in another beer today. I think we had three. Collective Arts are super super fire. Love them very much. Um, all I gotta say is get in ya. Cheers. Get Cheers. In ya. Cheers, baby. Cheers. Get it in ya. Get in ya. Sante. Oh man, that is uh, that's tart. That is hella tart. Woof. I That's like really that. Sour. Ooh, I like that a lot. It's tasty. Yeah, man. Uh, collective Arts of Bomb. See, like, see, one of my favorite things about um, the LCBO is getting beers like this from there. Like Brad was telling me, my brother was saying, like, get yeah, this one. Do you remember when we did the the Sawdust City um, uh, bottle share for the podcast episode yes. seventy three? Go check it out. <laughs> um, the there was that life. Uh, what's it, no, what's it called? Life in the Clouds. Yes, the NEIPA. Yeah, I saw it there. I was so amped to the try Nipa. it. The Nipa. The oh, fucking <laughs> Side note, in Australia, yes. people keep calling NEIPAs Nipas. Oh, and if, apparently here too. And the people do here? They were talking about oh, yesterday. Yeah. Yo, if you say Nipa, <laughs> just don't, don't. Don't say that it's shit. Northeast it's IPA, New England IPA. NEIPA. It's yeah, okay. N-E-I-P-A. It's, not, it's not, a, not an IPA. Yeah. So why you say Nipa? Ipa. Can I get a dipper? An ipa? Real, just no. real quick, one two, little one two dipper. Yeah. Like no, d- guys, don't do yourself a favor. Oh, you're checking up. in with barcodes right now. Yeah, yeah. You little cheeky monkey. You like that, eh? I like that. But it didn't come on. Look, it came up with some New Zealand craft beer TV yeah, or yeah, collective yeah. project dry hop. There it is. You got it right no, there. No, that's not it. Because this is the uh, mashup, the jam uh-huh. fam. Um, so I don't want to forget because I have to review it yeah. after. Um, so yeah, those are the four options. Sorry, right. we keep getting distracted. So we were saying we we kind of. Um, more recently than not, have been shopping exclusively at the brewery. At the brewery, yes. Now, I'm, I, we're, we're pretty lucky to have a, a large concentration of mm. fantastic breweries in, in Toronto. In Toronto. Specifically. Yes, that have bottle shops that are open till basically 11 every day. Like, I can walk to about six awesome breweries. So I, I tend yeah, you got to a great spot. I almost stick to those because I'm like, I want to get like for me. Is that what you would normally do? That is that your yeah. Kind of like, like if I'm um, going to grab some beer, I'd be like, well, I'm probably just gonna walk over here or here, go to Blood Brothers, go to Halo, go to you know what I mean? Because yeah. I can just literally walk into the shop, 
The difference for me is you're guaranteeing freshness, mm -hmm. and like you talked about before, the LCBO aging program you is don't know how so to whack. Buy. Like yeah. I just bought some, so I was really excited to see Modern Times, a, a brewery yeah, that we love about that. Yes. from San Diego, and there were three. I'm like, I was like. Uh, at a local LCBO and I saw three Modern Times beers. I was like, yo, what, like, yes. what's going on here? And I was super stoked, so I bought all three of them. And uh, I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And I like I text Craig, I'm like, yo, they got Modern Times at this LCBO. And he's like, oh yeah, I already know. I'm like, oh shit, okay, I didn't know. And he's like, yeah, some of my mates got it, but he's like, I don't know how fresh that is. And I'm like, great point. I think I got a little too excited because I didn't even look at the, 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 date, the date date, dates or anything on the can. I just, just grabbed them. Like, of course I'm buying this. It's modern times. Right. So it's I went home and he, after he said that and I checked and I'm like, damn, they were like the yeah, November, right? November, 2017. And, and it's bought, May and it's mid May. Well, I bought it. I bought it. Yeah. It was like the start of May or late April. So it was like November, December, January, February, March. It was almost half a year old. So who knows what's happened since it's been... And you got a Goza, IPA, and a Stout. And a Stout, right. And so what have you drank so far? I had the Goza and the IPA. IPA was? Decent. But like I but feel you like... you know Modern Times is fire. I've had a lot of modern... I've had many Modern Times IPAs, and I feel like it's, that there's something lost in translation. The Goza, I feel like, as well, was like not totally not accurate. I just feel like if I had it maybe even like a month or two in, it would have been a lot better than five months after the fact. So. Right, right, right. But so that kind of sucks. So going to a bottle shop, you're, you're ensuring freshness. Yes. Um, you're ensuring, you're getting the newest beer that's been released. So, you know Direct what I mean? Like, right, a lot of the LCBO beers are just stuff that's been stocked for a long time. I, you've probably had it a million times. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they do release seasonals, but it's like... And things change if the manager, the purchasing manager right. is like switching it up a lot. And you're usually not getting one-offs because there's like brewery exclusives that exactly. obviously you're just getting there. Plus, I like the fun of kind of, you know, making the trek out there, maybe doing, have a, little, a, little doing a little flight there. while you're there and then taking some to-goes. And yeah, uh, I do. I like for that me, that's my preferred way of purchasing beer in Ontario. So. Yes, I 100% I yeah. agree on everything. Um, so that's kind of how the system works there. Yeah. So it is a little flawed in the sense there's a lack of control, whereas in, you know, in the States or in, the, say, somewhere here like Quebec, you can get the Depeneurs, like a convenience store. You can get beer at any convenience store, any gas station, which everyone in America is like, so. Like, but in Ontario, you can't do that. It doesn't work. Like, there's no beer or wine in a, a convenience store. There is nothing in a, a gas station, anything like that. Have, um, you, have you had good beer from, like, a gas station, say, in the States? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah? Yeah, man. Fuck yeah. Like, the, and, like, fresh, like, good beer, fresh beer? Yeah, because okay. they, they don't mess around there. And particularly if it... I feel like it would be a gas station that's kind of known for their... That's what I was going to say. Beer. I think maybe it It wouldn't be, like, on a where, random one on a highway or something. Because I've been to some that doesn't... There's trash. Yeah. Uh, I've heard someone else has told me some stories, like... Of what, like, you know, some of the best beer they've ever got. Like, brewers have said that, like, from a gas really? station in the States. Like, like, yo, I've been to that fire Texaco. Yeah, right? Route 66. Oh, like. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, it's it's kind of crazy. Like, oh. you know, like, they, they take it different, like, so seriously. So, like, for Ontario to keep that sort of, like, what, you know, I, I keep, like, saying it's post prohibition. Like, it just feels like there's, like, old rules that don't mean shit anymore. Right. And they've kept them, and now people are sort of restricted. And I feel like people are frustrated because it's almost like I, I I interpret it, particularly living in Quebec after living in Ontario for a couple of years, mm -hmm. that it's like like they treat you like children there. That people are treated like as like oh you can't be trusted by walking into a convenience <laughs> store or go get a gas, get a chocolate bar yeah. and, a, and, a, and a quick six pack. Like because yeah. it's here, and I, I don't see any problems here with alcohol. Like people just you know we're right next to the park. Like people just 
drink in the park because it's legal if you've got some food. Yeah. Like, like it's fine. And I don't understand why, uh, you know, people are doing it at Trinity Bellwoods in Toronto. <laughs> but they got to hide it, got to cuff well, it and shit. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's a so whole thing. It's like, why can't you trust your people? Like, I don't know here, what the Quebec laws state that if you have, if, if you're, I guess, having a picnic or if you have any sort picnic of food I mean, item... Yeah. You can I think have... It, yeah, I don't know what the... Or is that kind of a... Because we've had chips before, Tiff and I, one time, and right. we, we were cheating. We'd had, like, a closed bag of chips when we were drinking in the park, and yeah. some homeless dude was like, yo, you, you have to open that at least, like, and yeah. that's not enough. Then he's like, come on, guys. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we're like, all right, <laughs> fuck, like, great. Sorry. So you have to show that you're eating food. Like, I it's get it. Yeah. So I think it's supposed to be multiple things. Right. But in all... Otherwise, you just kind of, like, can keep it, you know, pretty... We did a whole podcast sitting in the park. Yes. Episode yeah. 31, back in the day. How do you remember um, these numbers? You're crazy, man. I yeah. Some I remember, numbers. some I just do not remember. Yeah. But that one I definitely... Because it was episode 30 was a Shambly one. Right. 31 was uh, the, the Shambly recovery the next day. Shambly recovery. Uh, and, you know, we were just drinking in the park and we weren't hiding it. It's whatever. Yeah. You know, you put a little, like, can on the rug. Yeah. You can kind of cuff it a bit. Sure. But, like, um, so, like, I, I'm personally, like, it bothers me that people just aren't trusted. Like... Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you treat your citizens like an adult, then... And it's just because craft beer matters to us. Like, it's important that we're able to have access to what we want when we want it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like that restriction. That's what I look forward to. I'm not even a big weed guy. Yeah. But, like, I just want... I don't, I don't like the restriction that comes with, uh, you know, people not being able to do it. And then they had the dispensaries, and they started raiding the dispensaries that they made. Le- yeah, I just don't, a whole I'm, mass. It's, yeah, yeah, and then they're pushing... It comes down the, to politics, and really what politics bullshit. come down to are money. money. Is money. So yeah, when money's involved, it's, you know, the people who have the power are going to pull the strings and yeah. make sure they get what they want, right? Yeah, it's so super it, wax. It's nice to see it's being pushed in the a right good direction, direction right? the right direction. So... Mm. Um, right, I'm going to continue buying beer from the brewery itself. And I think that's the best solution. Like, but another thing, we yeah. didn't talk about, well, we should talk about this, yeah. is um, internet delivery. That's so, a, the fifth way. Great yes. point. In Ontario, there's... you can't do that here, by the way. So that's a very right. good point. So and, and I feel like I don't know exactly when these particular laws passed, but... No, I think it's pretty recent. More recently than not... I'd say within the last 12 months. Right. Breweries have been uh, promoting online that they do... Uh, door-to-door delivery so you can go online to for instance the first ones I remember were um, Dominion, Dominion City and Sawdust City and then Left Field Left Field as Half well. Hours on Earth were also one of the first okay, yeah um, there was a handful or two of them there's, there's a bunch more the doors yeah. I can't think now and yeah and you can order direct from their website so direct from their website and you get a box of beer shipped door-to-door um, completely legally and it has yes. to be within Ontario right so you, you could be, be get a Toronto you could live in, in like Th- Thunder Bay get a ship to Toronto well no you could get shipped from Toronto to Thunder Bay oh right right because yeah, that's, North that's 12 Ontario. hour drive right. like that's yeah. far as fuck yeah. more 12, it was 12 hours from Sudbury yeah so like that's hella far but it's within Ontario funnily enough it's closer to send it to me and they won't do it yes so <laughs> it is bullshit I've spoken to brewers brewers are frustrated about it you can do it because we've all right. traded beer before sure. in Canada, right? But legally, the brewers cannot uh, do that as a part of that program. But that's, I mean, to me, that's super cool because we found out, for instance, Dominion City, we recently found out about um, going to the CBAs last year. Yes. And I, I realized. like this week. What's that? CBAs yes. CBAs this week. Kind of pissed when we said that, but. Uh, okay. Yeah. You got stuff to do. Um, 
but I realized uh, there's this awesome brewery with a wicked lineup of beers that I don't really have direct access to, and, and it was annoying. Yeah. And now it's like and and they're so good. And they started the delivery service, and then I just like just ordering boxes and boxes right to the front door. That's and, your main one you order from Dominion, because um, you can go to Leftfield. Yeah, exactly. Sawdust, the kind of Sawdust and Leftfield, I can get all like they're fairly readily available. But like Dominion's kind of just a bit too far for me to get uh, out yeah. to. I mean, I could go if I was like coming up here yeah. I could swing over but it's pretty tight for time when I'm out swing here so. two hours north it's, swing by it's, it's, it's not quite a swing no it's not quite a swing yeah. I guess it's bold but like they're super dope and it's awesome to be able to order their beers like and, and it comes within a few days so like they can drop a beer and you can have it like two or three like three days after, after. it's dropped to yeah. your front door delivered oh, yeah. so to that me shit. that's super cool and they do the, a lot of pre-orders for like uh, split, uh, Sun Split yeah like, the, the bigger and, uh, and stuff. Um, their other the not the, they're not collab the um like the other bigger IPAs and stuff. Yes. What was the collab they did with um Soda? Yeah. Splitting. Splitting. Sorry. But then yeah, they yeah. they have the the triple IPA that oh, everyone kept telling me. Like, they kept telling me the name. I forgot it. Like mad people asked me if I had it and I yeah. hadn't had it. It's like ten percent. Apparently it's crazy. I had like the filibuster double IPA. Yeah. The yeah, drop bear one that too. we had. Like they just like yeah. Dominion are one of my favorites. So I really really like that. I feel like it. Yes. You know the Ottawa side. Luckily for them, they're on the, the Ontario side, so they're able to participate. Mm-hmm. You know maybe there's breweries like uh, Brasserie du Bar Canada that's fucking amazing but they're in Gatineau right which is Quebec therefore they're we were talking what's that region in um, Quebec that we wanted to go to Gaspésie Gaspésie so we try and get out there so there are regions that are like kind of not out of reach but it's like you gotta dedicate like a handful of days to go out and do it so if we had that right you could order from them that would be amazing we could do it but they don't have the rules here right because no one can get Oval because it's hard as fuck and sometimes they bring shit out and it's only if I happen to check uh, that one die baby uh, if I happen to check uh, what the website, oh, I'm sorry, the Facebook page of individual, which I don't check the individual right. ones every day, because one time I didn't, I'd fucked my knee or I'd hurt myself somehow, <laughs> and I was like, I'm not gonna hobble down wherever it was. It was way too far, and I could have got, and it was like a two bottle limit. Oh, they Lord. didn't have the ones that this I. This is really, that Depeniers you're talking about. Yeah, right? there was one yeah. at Water Market, which okay. is like. A bus, a train, a walk. Like, it would have taken me 30 to 40 minutes to get there with a messed up leg. So breweries in Quebec can't even sell out of their brewery, so right? That's pro- to, to put it in contrast why maybe other people are like, okay, so in the States, like, this is how it is. Yeah. In Quebec, it is not the case. Currently, the law is... I, anyone please comment or hit me up if I'm yeah. wrong, but my understanding is that you have to have a separate physical address. So if you're... On Park Avenue and your and whatever five thousand Park Avenue, you have to be five thousand one or five thousand two Park Avenue. To sell the yeah, you have to have a separate door, separate entrance. Wow, uh, like kind of like was Michigan was like that too. That's why the guys had that thing in the back. Which the guy? Uh, which uh, Arbor? Uh, yeah, uh, Holmes. Arbor. Holmes. 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 Lakewood. The Holmes. Yeah, Holmes. Yeah. Holmes. Yeah. The Lake. The Lakewood. That's where like other beer had to be sold or something like that. Was they can. No, they, they didn't. They weren't canning at the time. No, oh, but they had it on preparation. Uh, so, okay. So it is kind of common then. It's shitty that it's common. But my favorite thing about Ontario, and this is the thing that disappoints me because they'd like, Tiff and I, we go to brew pubs, we go to beer bars, and I'd love to be able to go because a lot of beer bars are now producing their own stuff, kind of like Bar Hop, like Ildegard up there are doing yeah. their own shit. And I'd like to be able to go, cool, have a couple beers there, boom, grab a four pack or grab a mm. mixed stuff. But you can't. Mm-hmm. And you know, you go to hell. I'm going to do to CL. Like people, brewers bring people to do to CL, and like they can't. They go, oh, can I get that? I'm like, oh, you got to go find a brewer. Like I'll take right. you to Palooza or whatever. But mm-hmm. like, you can't go get that. Whereas in Ontario, like 
I don't, I, I, like I said, I don't go to LCBO. I go to Bells, I go to Burnham, I go to Leftfield, Godspeed, Rorschach. Yep. Like all the fire breweries that I really like, and I'll just get beers from them. And yeah. that's, it's almost like, there's the two sides to it. Tell me if you agree. I think the, the positive is that you get the fire, all the things we laid out before is why we like it. Mm-hmm. But the negative, I'm almost like, stick to the same ones. Yeah. Because I haven't been to all the ones in your area. I've never right. been to Halo, Blood Brothers, Which is crazy. I, I know when you, like, come, when you come to Toronto, there's like a million things we have to do. We have to go do this, 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 shoot that. We have to make... Do you know why? Like, this is podcast, walking distance, man. I'll, like I'll, There's like three to five that I want to bring you within walking distance. We have to do like a crawl or we have yeah. to set up a podcast. Because when we do a podcast, it's even better because I like to meet the person behind it. And you know, mm-hmm. have that experience. I love that experience. I know it's like... We've, it's like almost like oh, fuck you you have to have a podcast go to, no no but like it's nice so that we can get to talk to him for sure build a relationship and then we sort of like then I'll go there all the time like we've done podcasts with Bell it's like we dude I should yeah. Tiff and I like Tiff would be mad at me but I literally should own a share in the company from that I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like we buy a lot mm-hmm. of beer mm-hmm. like mans think we uh, you know the batteries flash yeah it's okay if, if it yeah. Mess fun, yeah, we'll switch it up. Yeah, the other one charging. Yeah, yeah, man's charging. Last, like once they start flashing, it's, it's about ten minutes. So okay. Yeah, we have a uh, big podcast weekend. So Scott's out here in Montreal yep. just to, to talk about that. So we did, you know, a podcast yesterday, vlog and a brew day, did a collab brew. I guess this will come out in like two or three weeks. Yep. So we did a collab brew with uh, La Spas Public. It's our fourth uh, collab brew. It's called La Dreamsicle, a uh, marmalade milkshake <laughs> kettle sour. Yeah. Uh, super, super excited, excited about, about that. that. Yeah, we tasted the wort. Tasted fantastic. Mandarin yep. and Bavaria hops. The wort's sounded good. Long way to go. We're yeah. putting it on an actual Sitting homemade on. marmalade that uh, Simon's going to make. Simon's yeah, a full G. reduction. It's going to be super, super cool. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Uh, you know, we did a nice podcast yesterday with um, uh, Kanawaki Brewing, um, which was so sick. Out there on, on the, the Native Reserve. Reserve, native Reserve first the native. food was unbelievable. The like, beer was fantastic. Like out of control, dude. Yeah. Uh, shouts to Drew and Emily. Like, that was yeah. a fantastic night. Today we did a wicked podcast with Moldstrom at yeah. uh, Notre Dame de Prairie. Yeah. Uh, it was like an hour away, beautiful drive, super yeah. relaxing, fantastic people. The beer is just phenomenal. Like, it's been a f- like, Out of control. I'm exhausted. This has been yeah. like, it always is, where it's just a weekend of fire beer. And then tonight, we want to do this podcast um, uh, to do it. So, our batteries are dying because we didn't really charge yeah. them up. And we also did videos in between, so we hustling out here. Yeah. Hustling and, but, and getting um, drunk as fuck. So, back to Ontario beer. Sorry. Um, kind of, I guess, a, I'll. I'll stated as a question to you but like yes. what do you think um ontario does best like what's an ontario style of beer great question you know what i mean like um i would say it would probably be some form of ipa mm-hmm. uh if that's accurate um every brewery has a solid ipa and i feel like Hmm. What's an Ontario beer? It's such a good question, dude. It's becoming now. Almost every brewery has some sort of like solid IPA or pay- it used to be pale ale. Yeah. Which is kind of where Australia is just moving out of. Right. Um, now I feel like it's IPA or double IPA. Every brewery has one and usually has a fire one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you like that would probably be the thing, but there's not. Like I feel like Ontario's pretty up on the trends. Very much. Like so. all the haze. I was gonna like say we're the haze. St- we're still behind like the states in some aspects but yeah. I feel like usually when when the new kind of new cool fun stuff's coming out we're pretty close to follow yes like um, 
like the hazy IPAs. I hazy mean, IPAs. We're, we're a bit behind they're, that, but I feel like no, I feel like almost that. like a hazy IPA is almost a standard in Ontario and any. That's of what your, I'm saying. Yeah, yes. more so than Quebec and, yeah. and maybe not BC, but like Ontario is like very you don't really much see like it, we're not doing a lot of the like the West Coast style IPAs you wouldn't see in Ontario. No one wants that. Um, I mean, they're, they're there, but they're not like the advertiser, the prevalent brand. Yeah. Like I would say IPA or double IPA too, and and leaning towards the more hazy or you know opaque style. Yeah, that was my immediate thought. Yeah. I didn't want to say it because I, but that's a 2018 answer. Sure. Like traditionally, it's changed over the years, so you can't say what a typical beer is. In in historically, it's only well. You like can say a, just that, that we're, we're, Ontario right seems to be up on the trends for yeah. the most part, right? Mm-hmm. And right now, it is you know like an hazy IPA. I would say. and the sours, the kettle sours are just so yeah. They're getting like everyone's kind of like for instance, dry hop kettle sour right here from I've collective been, this art. Has been so phenomenal. This is like uh, damn near Jelly King level good. Yeah. Like, um, I'd also say fruited beers. Yep. Like everyone kind of seems to have their don't put fruit. You shouldn't put fruit in beer. <laughs> it's not. It's, the two shouldn't go together. Like, never. Just don't don't do it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's never historically been done before. So. Don't don't do it. <laughs> don't tweet about it. I'm gonna tweet about it. I love fruit and beer, man. Yeah, it tastes awesome. I We're mean, there's drink a time and a place. I also like a time nice, for everything, man. Easy drinking, whatever. Yeah. Dry hop lager too. Those are yeah. Cool. See, that's a really good question. Like, I wonder if I like, not. You know, that's probably it right now. I, I, and that was the other thing I was gonna say. Like, a lot of breweries do. In Ontario, more so than Quebec, because yeah. I feel like Quebec is like everyone always says like Canada's five years behind the states or whatever. Yeah. I feel like Quebec is still behind Ontario because they're catching up on the milkshakes mm-hmm. and the haze and blah blah blah. And only now I'm seeing in Peluso the other day, I'm seeing uh, the Pilsners for the first time. We're talking about it today. Yes, like Le Castor and blah blah blah. I'm seeing them do that. So Ontario, almost every brewery has a fire, some sort of Pilsner lager yeah. and dry hop the not. And I'm like, oh man, dudes are like up on game. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's just interesting to see that sort of like the difference. So I feel like on, that's why I say that Ontario is looking outward more than inward. Right. Because I think you have to look outward and tra- the, the brewers are traveling a lot. We follow, you know, make friends with a bunch of people and we see them, you know, on social media and they're traveling and going places. Like Luke is fucking everywhere from Bellwoods right now. That dude's out of control. But like a lot of people are proactively going and, you know, attending these beer festivals, things like Liquid Arts, the collective are doing mm-hmm. on... Um, June 15th and 16th and then Fruduni in the Dunham and then yeah. like you know Witchstock the Bell is doing all these crazy beer festivals even just participating and hopefully they, they get to collab and meet uh, a bunch of other f- dope brewers from the states and whatever I love seeing that I love seeing um, breweries collabing with other people it just um, I feel like it brings the best out of each of the breweries it does like they and especially like we were we just did the the collab brew with uh, Les Bass and uh, he was talking about they just actually gave us a, a new beer that had just dropped. Like it drops actually in a couple of days. It drops. It hasn't <clears> dropped <throat> yet. But um, it's a collab between them and Dominion City. Yeah. And uh, from the Montreal side. Right. So they did two. They did one here and they did one there. So I don't think he told us even what they did over there. He did. Yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah. I don't remember. I didn't want to say because I don't think it's, no, it hasn't been it hasn't been released yet. But either way, so it's just nice to see. Um, you know, people going out and uh, brainstorming with other breweries yeah. and bringing the best out of each other, I feel like, is it's the kind of way to make, you know... It's the best, of the, course. It's yeah. fantastic. And it's so open. People are so down for collabs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you think that... Is there a place in Ontario that you haven't been that you'd like to explore for craft beer? Um, great question. Yes. Well, <laughs> the junction in Toronto. Yeah. yeah. Clearly. 
I'd like to go, um, and I want to do this this summer, I've talked about it, I'd like to get out to, uh, and I have been there, but not properly, like recently, I want to go to Cambridge, Kitchener, Waterloo kind of way, Guelph way. Big scene out there, yeah. Yeah, I want to go, shout out to Hillary, Pretty Penny, so mm-hmm. we were talking about that, and shout out to Oops. Ren, Navarro as well. Oh yeah, Pretty Penny, bam, 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 as always. Uh, I want to do, I want to talk to, do interview Barncat. Um, who had yeah. one of their beers finally recently and, and they're like all oh, they hate it's just yeah, they're haze for days out there right? <laughs> Mate, I'm so keen <laughs> I want to go talk to Wellington I want to talk to Royal City mm-hmm. I want to talk to uh, Block 3 Kevin yes. up there um, you know, places like even Alora. Um, all those that area there's just a whole and, and Nickelbrook shout out to Matt like I, and, and like uh, We've never been out there like since 2011. Yeah, since we first started this. I talk to them all the time, and like they always, we always support their shit, and like they're like, dudes, come down. Like we just have like just haven't figured it out. So I'm hoping (laughs) someone we can just do like one night and at least do like four podcasts or something out there. That'd be crazy. I'd be little one two vlog or whatever, you know, something like that. What about you? Um, I'd like to visit Stone City Ales. I mean, you haven't been? No. Oh, good lord, Scott Biacoli. And these are guys you introduced me to, so... Yes. Oh, I'm a... Man, I love Stone City. In my province, you know? Uh, that's my, a... My, my province. My province. My. You uh, actually did a nice little transition there. If everyone's ready, or am I, did I jump the gun here? Nope. So, this is a Chloe Saison. French Saison brew with barbarouge hops and bretanomyces. Uh, it is uh, 5.9%. Like I said, Uncle Justin was like, fam... Did you want to watch that? Are you good to go? Uh, yeah. uh, Justin was like aged this shit for a little bit so I probably had it a year or so uh, I am such a huge fan of everything um, uh, collective uh, collective Jesus Christ let's look at that mm-hmm. of uh, Stone City um, thank you baby and um, yeah man these guys are running Kingston Kingston is actually a great uh, idea and the whole Prince Edward County because I think that kind of like uh, taps us into that mm-hmm. um, you're welcome um so this is uh, it was a, a release like last year. That bottle um, is very Dunham esque. Very Dunham esque. It's a big bus. Yeah. I had it in the back of the fridge for a while. Nice. I just wanted to let it sit there. Nice. So look at that, crystal clear. I could read Charles Dickens through this one. <laughs> Bready on the nose, huge fluffy head. A little funk. A little bit of funk. Yeah. Get it inside of you. Get it in, yeah. Give it. Nice. I'll review cool. that after. I like it. That's almost Dunham esque on the flavor as well. Super Dunham esque, yeah. super sharp. Man, Justin doesn't mess around like some of their beers. Man, their Yacht Rock Goza. I know we were talking about it earlier because Nate guested in the uh, Hops and Bros video. That's the one I'm just remembering now because yeah, Nate, Nate guested. You told me because you're like, oh my god, it's this hazy Goza. I remember you telling me about that way back. You're like and, out yeah. of control. It's yeah. like a milkshake Goza. <laughs> Like, it's, it's one of my favorite beers. I hope, please crazy. bring it back. So I'm going to hit up Justin uh-huh. as well this summer. My fam, like, I told him last summer, he's like, yo, get your case of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, I don't a know case. why. Damn. Like, I don't think he was going to give it to me. Yeah. But, like, he's like, ah, make sure we get you. Get case. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much a hold it for you. So every time I went by, I got, like, you know, four of them or something like that. Because mm-hmm. I usually swing by on the way to Toronto. Like, ah, Tiffany, I just want to swing past Stone City real quick. Um, but yeah, no, a huge fan. That whole region, man, like Prince Edward County, shouts to them, like, you know, shouts to Nat and Drew at 555, and Brett's out there now. Yes. Uh, you know, from Bali days, he used yeah. to be out there. Like, that whole region is kind of like coming up. McKinnon, excuse me, McKinnon Brothers, I believe. Um, the Prince Napanee. Edward County All-Stars out there. They really are. <laughs> yeah, Prince Edward, that's, that's, a, that's a really great region of Ontario. Yeah. So, like, you know, going from east, east to west. Yeah. 
Um, I know up in uh, north of Sudbury, there's like half hours on Earth. Mm-hmm. Like I only had their beers recently, and it's just like just phenomenal. <laughs> like I can't speak highly enough about that stuff. It's just so well made. Like you can just taste that. Yeah. Quality. Yeah. That's why it's five dollars fifty for a short can because that shit is out of control. There's probably mad ingredients in there too. But worth it. Yeah. When it, like, oh, when it's worth the it. time, 10%. the effort, and the money into it. It's yo. You know. No, qu- like qual- quantity over quality always. Other way around. Quality over quantity. <laughs> it's been always. a long day. Don't yeah. worry about that. Um, yeah. So, the yeah, Ontario, Ontario beer definitely is is moving in the in the right direction, and I agree with what you said initially that it's it feels like it's sort of one of the leaders in the pro uh, in the in the country. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, you know, Toronto is always a place where things happen first, where mm-hmm. you know, all the tours come through there. Right. All the shit that goes down. Tiff and I are always pissed off because like certain things. You know, we don't get in here in Montreal. It's kind of like Melbourne was always the second city. Like Sydney, everything came to it pissed mm-hmm. me off. But it was like, yeah, you have to go to Toronto for things. So like, you know, Ontario really is doing that. So if you, you know, maybe people in BC would would take exception to that because yeah. they're really doing some crazy, crazy stuff with haze and everything. I feel like that I'm, West Coast I'm a little stuff. disconnected. It so it feels like it's so far away. I haven't had a ton from there. From yeah, BC and you haven't general, traded. Like so. the only reason yeah. I know because I traded. Right, I haven't been there for fucking since 2004 it's right. a long time I've only been to the Vancouver airport briefly on a layover so I think I had a beer in the airport and it was like a local beer is pretty good yeah no, they usually have Whistler on top and stuff like that there um, but yeah Ontario is really really like pushing the scene forward and, and you know Evan I, I go to Tiff and I go to Vermont pretty often um, people are amped about Quebec beer but I think they're almost more amped about Ontario beer because mm-hmm. it's harder for them to get right. like sometimes my friend Rob shouts to Rob he always like he's like yo bring me some Bellwoods like, because uh. I got him fucked up off that like, <laughs> so now he's like he wants he's about that life so every time I go now I try and bring a little something like you know whatever I've got from there and um, yeah it's really like changing the game and just like something like even last summer if you want to really talk about that like say something like Witchstock I think we should talk about that and then yeah. now that's led into things like the Liquid Arts Festival that Collective are doing this yeah, year yeah they kind then, of led the way in that is bringing made, made a international beer fest but had it at the brewery yes. which I think was um, genius move a great move but one of the first to do so in in Ontario, no? For sure. Yeah. Like, there might have been other smaller versions. I mean, like, right. you want to give Soda City props for Funk Fest. For sure. Because they're bringing in stuff. The reason was, why... Was Funk Fest international? Or is I don't Funk Fest, think like, so. I think it was all Ontario, wasn't it? It was most of that. Yeah. stuff in Quebec. Maybe. Right. Because they make you know, right, they right, have right, the right, BC right, right. guys yes. come in and shit. Wichstock changed the game because they, they brought, brought a bunch in... of American breweries that we can't get that are not readily available are not available at all unless you're you trading travel. or yeah. you're traveling and going and getting them yourself so. and you're not trading over the border someone's still bringing right. over or you're going to Buffalo or some right. shit like it's it's not happening so for, for, for them to bring in breweries like particularly Trillium Other Half uh, Jay Wakefield yeah and then um, you know Beaver Town in the UK they had Four Winds and like um they had a whole bunch of other stuff that was just like, like, what are you doing? How are you, what the fuck are you doing? It was, that, it was crazy. It was yeah. like such a game changer. That was September last year. Yeah. And then now this year, Liquid Arts Fest, uh, we actually read it out just before in another yeah. video. Crazy but lineup. Crazy lineup. You know, Aslan, other half are on there as well. Yeah. Um, there's just so many breweries that are just out of control on that so it's almost like oh they leveled up and they oh then Fuduni came out and they oh yes. oh you like that shit let me again. check it and then they leveled up for, and that's the Quebec one yeah. and then back to Wichstock again for 2018 they right. released the, the lineup the list was, did they? 
Yeah, there is. I haven't seen that yet. Might as well pull it up. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty crazy. Like, and it's not surprising that it's as fire as it is. Like, yeah. fuck man, these guys are out of control. Um, it's exactly kind of what you would expect them to right. to do. Um, is Hill Farmstead gonna be there? Let me tell you. Alafoot, <laughs> uh, Beavertown. Oh yeah, I think they were. Cantillon, Cloudwater from the UK. Nice. I've been wanting to try them for time. Uh, Judas Yell, Dunham, Evil Twin, Foam. Forest in Maine, who I'd heard about. Four this Winds. Stupid. Tilkin, uh, House of Fermentology, which is part of Foam. Jay Wakefield, Other Half, Oxbow, Pen Druid. Well, Oxbow was that last one, yeah, too. Yeah, Speciation, which were the Michigan guys that, if we knew about it beforehand, we, we would have got it. Sure, but yeah. we fucked up and didn't uh, go, and everything was gone by the time someone told us. MF or. Uh, the Veil, amazing. Yep. Trillium, Triple Crossing, uh, TRVE, I haven't even heard of them. Now, they actually had... When do tickets go on sale for that? Sooner rather than later, isn't it? Um, No, no, no. They're not on sale yet at all. Otherwise, they'd be fucking... No, no. There's going to be, apparently, a lot of notifications before. (laughs) Yes. Oh, yeah. It's going to be, like, uh, crazy. September 29th. um, And I swear, I was just looking for it. I wonder... I swear they had additional notification, like, additional, like, launch of, like, oh, we had... We did this or whatever. So, there was something else. Uh, I don't recall exactly, but, like, that's crazy. So, like, you know, Ontario's definitely sort of led the way um, with bringing that sort of level of fire. And then Dunham worked closely with Bellwoods, so, so I'm not surprised that, um, you know, and then Bellwoods are working with Four Winds, and then Dunham are working with mm-hmm. Twin Sales. I got their you know, beer. We talked yeah. with uh, Elwar about that shit. Like, all of these, like, fire breweries are all unsurprisingly working together and they're just bringing that in I just felt like Ontario kind of like a you know out of the four we mentioned the two rich stocks liquid arts and the Fumini like three of them are in Ontario so where where do you think Ontario is like messing up where is it you know missing the the mark like what what aren't we doing right because we talked about how how sick it is all the good stuff yeah I don't like the, the the system. I think they need to open up the laws. And I think they, the main thing is availability, in my uh, opinion. Like price doesn't really bother me too much. I don't think it's. I think it's probably more expensive in Quebec, to be honest. I think um, availability and trust. They need to trust their people, uh, and and give people that sort of um, respect. So that's not like, from a. Bre- that's almost like that's a government aspect. That's not like. Do you think from the from the beer no, side? Not necessarily. I'm just saying just in general. Yeah. That's the first thing that yeah. comes to mind is that that bothers me the most is that like you just should be able to get fire anywhere you want to go mm-hmm. and anywhere that wants to stock it. If a, if a, if a particular business wants to stock alcohol or craft beer, they should be able to do it. And I I don't like restriction. I think it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, if, as far as like beer itself. Um, for though like more people are doing it but I'd still like to see a few more breweries um, travel travel and collaborate I, I think that's really really I key. think it's starting to happen a lot it's happening way more than it used to used to yeah sure. exactly and that's really cool do you have any yeah. thoughts on that um <clears throat> like on what Ontario's not doing yeah what, what are they not doing what are they not doing what's something that maybe they can, I, I can fix s- up on well to be honest kind of the, the media in Ontario beer kind of irks me because we can talk about that. I think there just needs real. to be more love there needs to be more acceptance and um, from a media aspect from just just people enjoying beer whether it be um, beer writers beer bloggers 
uh, podcasters, even people YouTubers, just posting, YouTubers, Instagrammers, everything. Like there needs to be more of a, uh, an acceptance. Realize that everyone's on a different level and everyone um, brings something different to the table. I think the whole point is just like love and bring everyone up because that's the way I was introduced to craft beer and Ontario yep. craft beer was it's all about, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, love and acceptance and stuff like that. And I feel like there's too much hate and slander going on in the scene. Judgment. And, and judgment and stuff like that. So it's just like negative vibes. And for yeah. me, beer is such like a positive thing. Like I just want to, I want uh, kind of everyone to appreciate it and enjoy it the same way I do. And I, I don't think there should be any judgments being passed on, you know, particular people like that. So yeah, um, I agree and it, it's a specific thing to Ontario, it seems. Like, not to say it doesn't happen in other places, but it seems more prevalent in Ontario. Absolutely. From my experience. Yeah. It's, it's definitely way more prevalent in Ontario. It's something oh, yeah. that, you know, we've kind of, like, touched on a little bit here and there. We won't get into, like, specifics, but, yeah, it's definitely sort of uh, something we've had, you know, experiences with. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of others have, too. Um, generally with, you know particular individuals that uh you know feel ways that they i don't know why it's something about ontario beer they feel like uh, they want to sort of really be in control of there's an ownership certain people and certain groups of people have like an ownership to craft beer yeah and if it's not done their way their way then it's just not right or you know you suck it's my way my way or the highway like super whack and it's it's like telling someone like well, no, the, I don't like that beer, so you're not allowed to like that beer. Yeah. Like, it's not good. It's Making like, these pronouncements and shit. Like, yeah. I've seen, I've seen the tide turn on these people yes. in real time. Yeah. Um, so, I think the love is going to uh, win out for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, people like that are going to either back down or be kind of like gone because they want to deal with it. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, that would be nice. And I, and I know. Do you know what the the worst part of all that? We can feel how we want to feel from. Maybe, you know, people saying shit to us about, you know, how they want to feel. I mean, ours is 99.9% love anyway. Like, no one really says anything anymore. It was a, a yeah. situation a while ago, and we seen it kind of more from afar, watching how people talk to everyone else. There's been a few... There's like It's like this little stupid drama thing that, that goes on here and there, and people have their little fucking... History and it's going to happen. I get it. I just... I would like to see more of a, a positive vibe injected into the Ontario craft beer scene. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, I guess yeah. That, that's my only real beef with the, the the scene itself, and I know it's not specific to like the brewers. The beers. Say, that's what I'm sorry. I was right, say. the brewers have said like, "Hey man, like I'm so like this is this is fucked up, and this is not like trying to toot our horn, but people say like, man, like you guys are like a breath of fresh air. You guys are positive. Yeah, I'm like, why? That is fucked up. Why are we <laughs> have to be the po- like? Why is I it know. just us that are the positive guys? I know. Like that's terrible. Yeah, that someone would say that to us. Like. Like, we are positive because we give a shit about beer and we respect entrepreneurs and we respect the breweries. Even if they're not fire yet, I will never, we'll never shit on a brewery. You'll never hear a shit on a brewery unless it's kind of a macro. Like, we shit on them. Sure. Um, but, <laughs> like, it's not like we're going to be, these guys suck. Like, that particular beer had some flaws. Well, we, and or that brewery's new. Let's give them some time to see what's popping. And oh. we, always, we always talk about that. Like, you have to understand this is someone, if they're opening a, a craft brewery and they're putting their their ass on the line, their money on the line, their family on the line, their everything on the line, and maybe their first batch of beers weren't that great. I'm not going to be like, 
shit all over and say like wow this is fucking trash don't buy this don't you know what I mean like yeah. for me it's like it's all about talking about the positive oh yeah Be like you know this beer is in a uh, sorry this brewery is in a new area and um, you know they have a, a, a nice variety of beers come check it out you know they're still new so they're still working on the recipes but like for me it's focus on the positive not the negative and I think there's too many people focusing on the negative and not paying enough attention to the positive yeah so. and writing them off without even giving them a, right. a fair yeah, chance yeah you gotta give people a chance like right? uh, best example is like Bellwoods who my personal favorite brewery in the country they were not world changing fire when they opened no and like a year we after were there. We, we were there we, like the we used to week. live on Ossington so our, we were there their um, soft open before like the you know, they're even because um, we were just amped that there was a brewery. In that yeah, area. we're just so and we heard good things about it, and we showed up, and it was super cool. But like, you know, I think they had a bunch of guest taps, but also their stuff was just like, yeah, man, it's it's pretty it good. It was all good, but but it wasn't like, like right. It hasn't well changing like it is now. Over the years, it's evolved, and, and we could have been like, like, I mean, we weren't be be media back then. Sure, but like you know, people could have been like, yeah, fuck these guys, like they suck, like this shit is like wow, but like, dude, they knew. Give them give them like five minutes to get good. And that's what we're really cautious about. And do you know what? Funnily enough, we've been speaking to a lot of new breweries lately. Uh, with those people like Town. Like, like two in, months new. Like, like brand new. Brand new. Like, I, I spoke to 10 days new uh, Cathorian here. Crazy. Um, uh, we had... Um, fuck. There's been a bunch of other newer guys we've sort of spoken to. Even if you talk to Kanawaki, they've been open two months. Last two months, night. Town. We did Town. They were yeah, only open two months. Town were open two months, two months at the time. Now it's been like, yep. like six or so. So it's like, you know, but granted, Kanawaki was fire. Yeah, the town, was, town was awesome too. Uh, four origins of fire. So yeah. I'm like, man, like, we, we, I don't know if we got lucky or if brewers are not fucking around before they open and they're getting I really fire before be, they open. Because the, the Ontario scene has fire, become, right? it's becoming more and more saturated, which is a win for us because yeah, for drinkers. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I think when we talk to, um, I can't pronounce it, Kanawaki, Kanawaki, Kanawaki. Um, it's kind of like now you have to have a fire lineup right off the bat or you're not going to succeed oh, yeah. before you could kind of test the market have a few ship beers and then maybe have one good one and then kind of base your beers around that now it's like if you're you don't have a fire lineup from the beginning you're going to get stomped all over so if i feel like the people getting into the craft beer scene knowingly do that yeah and um just have to bring the the fire from the from the get-go mm -hmm. so Hundred um, percent. Let's go to our fourth beer, Flying Monkeys. Tune in now, Milkshake IPA. No, it's the uh, transmission, live transmission. Oh uh, my bad, it's a live tune transmission. That's ah, yeah, you can barely okay. read it. You can there. barely read it. It's cool. I like it. Um, so this is first. Flying Monkeys has been kind of. We visited Flying Monkeys on one of our 2011. first 2011 on our self-guided brewery tour of Northern Ontario, uh, mm -hmm. Southern Ontario, North to South. Ontario and then northern then, New York. Yes, correct. Upstate New York. So, um, they're kind of near and dear to my heart because they're one of my first real introductions to, to craft, right? craft beer in Ontario. Craft beer. I remember going to the brewery, doing the brewery tour. One of the first beers we had um, before we started the tour was a bubblegum a bubblegum lager, and they made it for the Toronto Beer Fest. Which yes, we just missed. Yes. <clears throat> and, and we uh, had it and I was like oh my god I lost my mind it tastes like a, like a hubba bubba gum and just 100%. like a nice crisp lager and I was like this like, is amazing what are they doing yeah they we did the brewery minds. tour and we brought back we got super Love. glider do you know what we were digging drinking it out of the bottle were we <laughs> and not sharing them 
Oh so yeah, we, we, we used both to buy bought one because right, we used to do the, the beer photos and like you got one and I'd get one. We'd drink the whole thing like, and like not why? even pour it in a glass. What was like, our problem? Why I, I look at those photos? I'm like, I don't know. What do we think? There was a ten percent IPA. Yeah, in, double IPA in a. Um, we were younger back then. We could handle it. No, we couldn't. I, I remember like <laughs> drain pouring it, or like we could have drank more. Because like we share like why I don't know is that what we think maybe people just weren't sharing beers like oh you don't share a beer like you also we beer, weren't like really making we weren't making, we like weren't making much money back then so it was like kind of expensive if we're all buying the same beer but we like, were why were we buying the same beer and we weren't sharing I'm saying we weren't no I know but I'm, I'm saying we're, and we weren't balling so it's like it oh, didn't make sense yeah we were idiots <laughs> just leave some oh there's there's plenty for everything. Thanks. We're not finishing them off. All right. So I've had, I don't know about you, but I've had, Oof, I've nice. had, we've obviously had a ton of milkshake IPAs and they all seem a little bit different. You know what I mean? You kind of think they're just the standard style, but it seems like everyone has their own interpretation yes, they do. on milkshake IPA. So. so this is an interesting take. It's different to any one other one I've had. Oh, okay. All right. You've had it and I have not. Yeah. So, so get in you. Get it in you. A bit. I really like it. Fantastic. Big vanilla. Huge vanilla. Huge vanilla. There's like, a, there's like a fruit. I don't know what the fruit is. I don't know if they actually I don't put taste fruit, fruit. In Orange peel, grapefruit, and soft coconut, white tea. It's coconut. Coconut. Tasting. Oh, Dry that's the vanilla work with vanilla okay. coconut. Dry yeah. with citra, Idaho 7, and mosaic, which is a crazy uh, thing. And they got lactose as well, which is the creamy combination. It's great. That's Honestly, great. like, <laughs> I saw people like criticizing it online and stuff. I mean, it's bitter, a little bit bitter, which generally milkshake IPAs are not bitter at all um, but yo this is the only milkshake IPA you can get every day at the LCBO like S the F up I That's like sick. I like the, the coconut and vanilla play really Ooh. well together um, I'm enjoying them it is it's the soft bitterness, right? and get that fluffy bitterness? I don't care yeah. about that like, no I don't care I'm saying it's, it's a different flavor different right, you, the, the, a little different the, approach usual, to the style I actually prefer no, that. No, no, I like a little kick, a little uh, back end kick with the bitterness. It's it pause. It's uh, yeah. It's super dope. I just think it's really cool that you can get that uh, out there. So I mean, that's something else I would like to change. Now you mentioned that before. Something like the LCBO. Uh, now, one person that had a solution was Leftfield. So they have a, a third party um, br- uh, distributor. I'm sorry, that hand deliver weekly orders to the LCBO, and they flat out refuse. To take orders that are larger, like if say they order three cases a week and they come out and he said, uh, um, Max said if, if they order six cases, they're going to be like, what, what do you need six for? Is yeah. it like a, a thing? Because right. it's like, all that means is going to be stock on the shelves and they don't want that stock on the shelves because right. then it's just not going to be want old beer. fresh. And they're, right. doing, they're doing Greenwood and Laser Show. Right. Like, so very like, temperamental beers super, that need to absolutely. be fresh to be experienced like properly. Vermont style, New England, whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's one way around something like this. Now, I don't know what the, the program at the LCBO is with um, this bad boy, but the like, was this in the fridge or was it on the shelf? Do you remember? I oh, know it's probably like tough. No, I do remember it was in the fridge. I specifically... So when I do go to the LCBO now, I exclusively shop in the fridge. And I, I tend to go... Yeah, to, freeze I t- yeah that's a good call. I tend to go to the LCBOs with the walk-in craft beer fridge. Okay. Just because I feel like they take it more seriously and they have usually a better selection. And there's something about buying a beer sitting on a warm shelf that doesn't appeal to me. Like, I feel like it's already been compromised, like, regardless of style. Like, I always keep my beers cold, like, upright, cold, 
out of the sunlight, like in optimal conditions. As much as possible. And, and like we've talked about before, like who knows what's happened during the shipping process. Like it's just handled too many times and temperature fluctuation and shaken up and probably exposed to light. Like there are too many um, variables that can affect the beer. So when I do go to the LCBO, it's usually uh, from the walk-in fridge and I often check the, um, the dates the on, the, on the can and stuff like that. So yeah, this was, all the beers I brought were from the walk-in fridge from the LCBO up by uh, Yorkdale Mall, which has a big... Um, Ontario craft beer section and walk-in fridge, so I trust it more than the, the stuff the that's just sitting room. on the hot shelf. And that's a month old, April nineteenth. I think today is May twenty-first. Yeah, that's pretty pretty so doable, old, right? I'm not furious at that. Yeah. I feel like that's pretty. I wouldn't want to go much further than that, but not for a style like yeah. this. Um, I don't remember the one if that I had the first time if it was a little different or something, but like. Yeah, like that's definitely a concern is that that sure. cold storage and the fact that like you know other beers go through the program the the you know the LCB warehouse program, uh, which is cool for a porter or a stout and blah blah blah. Right, or a Belgian style, a Belgian a little higher ABV, maybe some can... trash ass fucking macro lager, whatever. But like when you got any pretty much any style we drank tonight. Um, that cannot be in that situation. Right. Maybe the saison, but I kept that cold the whole time. Yeah, I had that cold for a year, mm -hmm. so I don't know if that's a problem. But they don't really sell stuff like that generally. I'm into this. But yeah, that's definitely something that it'd be good to be looked at. I feel like people, uh, you know, drinkers there are concerned about that. Particularly, mm -hmm. you know, the beers I've seen aren't too happy. But um, overall. Because I, I posted a thing actually recently uh, on uh, Instagram for BOS and it, I said something like, oh, where's your favorite place to buy beer? And people were like, um, oh, what, like, shouts to Adam Brewhead. He was like, oh, like, what do you think? My, my local LCBO, what other choice do we have? Valid point. Yeah. Dude, that a valid point. Um, and I was like, well, you guys have, compared to Quebec, yeah. you guys have like almost unlimited brew pubs that you can go to and pick up beer to go. Yeah. Whether it's a growler, cans, bottles. I don't have that option. Right. I have to go to a dip. I cannot right. go anywhere to even get a growler. I can go to Cat's Origin. They have that. They had it at Kanawaki. They had a growler. They had growlers. They have growlers at Monstrum, I think. I, can't, I don't even think so. No, I think like, so. But they had cans. But they did because it's a tap room. Film right. That's now, what different... were they doing with those cans? Were they, oh, they were selling the cans out Direct of the tap room? Out of the, now, okay, so that's the law here in Quebec. I know it's the Ontario thing, but the tap room law... Catharsian has a, a fridge, but it's mm. a tap room. You can't buy food. You can, and you, they don't have a liquor license. You can buy the beer that was made on premise okay. and some chips and then the shit out of the fridge. Uh, Maltrum, exactly the same. They had popcorn and chips right. and then they had the cans out of the fridge. Right. Helm is a brew pub. They have a kitchen. You cannot buy the stuff because they have a kitchen. And they it doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> none of, no alcohol laws. And, like, tell me, name an alcohol right, law. Right, that makes anyway, sense, they're right. They're all dumb. And they'll they're, predate time. Like, they just... They're from 1927. Like, stuff, yeah. like, it's it's ridiculous, yeah. like, how, how dumb it is. So, um, you know, the, like, I do like that. But I think that's something that Ontarians kind of take for granted. Um because it's not like that everywhere. I don't even... I think it's BC, it's pretty chill. But just the neighbors, like, here in Quebec, being neighbors, like, we can't do that, but y'all can. And people are like, oh, yeah, but I'm going to go my LCBO. Like, no, you don't have any LCBO. Like, every community has a brew pub. Yeah. And, like, you know, if people want to support their local brewery and want to get fire beer, go to your fucking brew pub. Like, you don't have to just go to the LCBO. Yeah. I think that's such a defeatist attitude, and, and it's just not... Um, how it works. Yeah. Um, so, 
you know, it's what it is. I feel like I, I know we always sort of because I know we're coming towards the end now. I'd always yeah. like to do a lightning round, but not this lightning round. I wonder if we could do like an off the cuff sure. lightning round. I think we kind of talked about doing this before on our like. Favorite uh, up and coming brewery. Did you do that in Ontario? Oh, favorite up and coming Ontario brewery. Town is mine. Town is yours. I was mine. <laughs> Town is so fire. I'm gonna. Um, I won't even say half hours on earth because that's just crazy. Um, okay, brewery. You ha- from Ontario okay. breweries for all the others. Let's all go back and forth. This yep. is fun. Yeah. Ontario brewery that you haven't tried that you're most excited to try. Mm. I'm gonna say Barncat. I, I've had one of their beers, but I feel like it's not enough because it was a 10, 10.5% triple IPA. It was just like <laughs> fucking like, it was intense, but I want, I want to try the other stuff. I'm most excited. Um, <clears throat> it's a tough one. It's a tough us. Sounds like I tried them all. Yeah, I've tried what them haven't them all. I tried? Um, Do you do it? Barncat was one because I saw their Instagram and I was like, like just fire haze all day and I was like that looks all they do and apparently they just got the license to serve by the glass at the brew pub apparently they only had a growler to go Uh, I I always saw growlers I always saw growlers that's why I could never trade for it because it's really difficult to ship a growler because if they did crowlers yo that would change the game yeah Barncat Barncat please do crowlers (laughs) because then we can just trade I'll come we'll come see y'all but like please um to be honest, and you won't believe me, but I can't remember having any other Stone City before this. Damn, it sucks. Yeah. So I'd like to explore it after just having this. I'd like to have some more Stone City. I feel like this is great. Um, I'm not a huge Saison guy. That goes that goes up to me is like, um, you, yeah. You I, I think, have you had it? No. Oh, fuck. I told you, <laughs> this is the first one I've had. <laughs> yeah, think, okay, sorry. Yeah. Unless I've had one with you that I like totally slipped my mind, but I can't remember having Stone City before. I don't think I've ever split that Goza with anyone because right. I ain't sharing that with anybody. Yeah. Fuck you. Goza is one of my favorite styles too. Like, <sighs> Man, it's so fire. I'm going to hit up Justin. But, Yo, you bring that back, fam? Like, yeah. Yeah, you need to get down there. Yeah. Tiff, well, do you no. have one? Just town is your no. What's one you'd be most excited to try? Anything in the comments to mind? You don't have to. No. No. Uh, what's another good question? Um, New ma- contract reopening. Interesting. Where in Ontario? Smart London, Ontario. What's mm. it called? Uh, Rhyme and reason. Equals Brewing Company. Equals. equals okay. Mm, all right. I feel like uh, that's a. <laughs> That's a thriving business. That is. Yeah. Like, I w- always said, like, when... Should like, we talk oh, about that real quick? Yeah, like, yeah, Contract thing, contract just, scene, just before yeah. we get to the last yeah. year and whatever. Yep. So, there's three different types of brewing. Brick and mortar, and you own the premises, and you brew on the premises. Mm-hmm. Contract brewing, where you pay somebody to make your recipe. In their uh, facility. In their facility. Yeah. You do not do it personally. And then gypsy brewing. Yeah. Gypsy brewing is you pay someone to use their facility... And then you make it there. And probably the fourth is a co-op, which is kind of like a, a contract. No, this is a weird thing they have it here. I've never seen it in oh, Toronto. Oh, right. Because not even Brunswick doesn't do this. Basically, you say you, you rent an area. So you rent this area of a, of a warehouse that's a brewery. Yeah. And um, we pay for our own fermenters and shit, our own equipment. And we get it all installed. Mm-hmm. So you're almost like you're renting, renting it, a space within a space. But and, it's your shit. Right. So you kind of like co-own the place sort I of. I kind of like that better than like a... So I think you can either make your own stuff, because Boswell do that there. They're Il Degard, I think, Brad and Marbrasserie mm-hmm. uh, out here. Um, uh, a bunch of people do. And it's like 
um, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a, it's, a, it's a different model. So they're the different ones. So in Ontario, another thing that's kind of like, whatever, you can say the positive and negative, but people don't, a lot of people like sort of pick shit at the contract brewers. So some of the best breweries started out as contract breweries, right. such as Leftfield. They started out as a contract brewery. Sawdust City started out as a contract yep. brewery. Um, and they're two leaders in the game in Ontario. So. Mate, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the idea is that it's... it's well, everyone can, in, in Toronto wants the uh, Cinderella story. They want someone who, you know, almost died in a plane crash and then quit their job and then... Um, you started know, making these five beers. Right, right, and then they grew all the malt and hops themselves and, like, it's like... Yeah, like they handpicked each piece of malt and, like, killed it with a Bic lighter. Like, it's like they want the most crazy shit ever. But it's like sometimes people don't have the means to open their own million dollar brewery, so they find a way around it. Go ahead. Yeah, no, to to carry on what you're saying, they don't have the means straight away. But say if you did go and you convinced some people to a bank investors to give you a milli, yeah, with what? Like you're yeah. gonna be like, what's your product? Yeah. How do you know if people are gonna like it? Your that thing shit? is like it's test the market, right? Test so the market. I have this beer. So I really smart. like it. All my friends, my mom and my dad like it. But I want to kind of put out this package and maybe put it in the LCBO and see if the people like it, right? I and think maybe it, you put it out and everyone's like, yo, that beer is so dope. Okay, cool. It sells well. Then you get the the means to do so and open your brewery or yeah. everyone fucking mm-hmm. hates it and you gotta start you know go back to scratch and, and, and then what are you so, gonna do once you've got a million dollar brewery well that's the thing if you've already invested and put all your money in and all of a sudden you don't your product doesn't work or your vision doesn't work yeah. now you're, your life's kinda fucked up man like you, you're, you're a million trouble. bucks in and you're in big trouble so it just makes no sense and people like I've seen so much hate for contract breweries um, online in general from fellow brewers like mm-hmm. from particular breweries it's unfortunate and uh, you know, from drinkers and, and some of these negative Ontario writers and stuff, I'm like, you're idiots. Like, it's just so <laughs> stupid to me. Like, what do you, like, just think think about the practicalities of this shit. Like, like I get the purest, I look, no, if you don't make it in your, like, I get it, because I get from, like, a hip-hop show, sure. like, if you didn't, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it's just, it's 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 baseless. It's dumb. Right. Uh, a really fantastic example, the Cat Origin, like, microbrassery for Origins mm-hmm. here, the dude had been like Michael had been brewing a home brewer for like five six years mm-hmm. brewing from home and no one knew him Noah brought a four year old quad <laughs> home brew to the thing that he got from that dude four years ago mm-hmm. uh, and he got from Michael and we, we drank it then he was like what the fuck how do you still have this <laughs> so what he did was throw these parties at his apartment he had a two bedroom apartment in whatever I think out oh, that like way test and what people thought he would have sometimes 50 or 100 people paying to come to drink his beer wow. and he had just a few people that come and just like and he goes not making money yeah. he'd reinvest it to make sure. more beer and yeah, he'd yeah. do like lineups and he'd compare his beer to commercial beers he'd compare kind of like what Drew was saying last night at Kanawaki and he'd have um, it's market research essentially he had research yeah. and, and they I think they actually know them too uh, they were saying so it's probably part of the same thing and they would just invite these people over and they would try the beers mm-hmm. and then they would actually know um, you know there would be like there's like a brand away like oh yeah we're opening a brewery like what do you guys think of this this is the main brands I'm thinking people are giving them feedback right and then when they opened they had 1200 people say they were going or interested on their Facebook uh, invite uh, thing and then they had um, on 15 get any there's still some there and then um, there's still some yeah well because we're about to go to the next one no it's the naked 
No, I'm um, naked. Oh, there you go. Take the rest That's of that. That's my producer right there. <laughs> Take a little oh. bit of that. And then they had a 40-minute wait all day just to get in the venue. And that was all from doing the equivalent. They, now, they didn't contract brew necessarily, but that you're welcome. But they planned it so that they they created that uh, interest in them before they opened. I like that. Uh, in, in a way that they tested their brand. Now, contract brewing isn't as sort of big here yeah. as it is in Ontario. But the fact that, like, you can test your brand. You know, we know a bunch of people like Lost Craft. People shit on them a lot. But the dude has been wanting to open a brewery from the jump. He's right. just like building his brand to the point now and he's just getting the money together and doing it right because yeah. he's going to be able to open a place that is significantly larger than a small one rather than do it than have to worry about expanding. Right. He'll do it at one time and get the big place he needs. Sure. But he's taking this time to build his brand and solidify it in the marketplace. to me. I don't know. I get it. I guess there are people that went about it the wrong way and people that are going in with the wrong intentions, which is yeah, where there's the, marketing the kind of the, companies the hate, right, the hate comes from... Um, so I get where they're coming from, but you have to understand you got to give people a chance before you shit all shit all over them like yeah. right away in my opinion. So, and just, and like people shit on them because they hate contract brewing for the sake of hating contract, right? Just like, to hate it, like yeah, they don't have. And even like I've seen people say even on Twitter, something like oh, like not bad for a contract brewer, or something like no. See, Lost Craft raised like whatever it was one point something million for. Uh, from investors for an expansion to sort of hire a new team and someone tweeted someone significant in the, in the scene tweeted like not bad for a contract brewer and I responded like not bad for a brewer and they were yeah, like yeah just true. straight up brewer but, but the fact that it was shade that was shade yeah, from of course there, that they were saying not bad for a contract brewer and I kind of took offense not just because Sean's my friend but yeah. like I just thought like stop the fucking shade like yeah. why and this is someone who doesn't participate in this fuckery yeah. generally yeah. so I was pretty pissed like I was like this is whack man why yeah. are y'all like behaving it's, like it's this just, it's a business perspective right so it's like if you are someone who is in business you understand the concept what? of not putting all your eggs in one basket and testing market but if you're not someone and you're just an artist or you don't have any information on the background of business, then you don't understand this concept. This person funny, did. It's almost like you. It's almost like you shouldn't even get investors to right. get your money to give you. The money. funny thing it is, like we've talked about this before. It's like sometimes, like the people making the the business decisions, deci- the the proper business deci- decisions. <laughs> it's been a long day. We still got one last oh. beer. One last beer. <laughs> Uh, in craft beer are being shat on for making those decisions and it's like you have to understand mm-hmm. it's a cr- it, like craft beer is a business as well yeah. Yeah. you have to be business oriented it, it's an art and a business yeah. and a science together yes. so if you don't have everything going at once mm-hmm. you're not going to be successful no. and the idea is to be successful is you can make great more great craft beer exactly. yeah. to give to the people so I have a question for you yeah break down talking yeah. about business here yep yeah. Because I have read this, and I don't know if you guys know Stonehammer Brewing Closed. Yeah, Closed. Oh, I remember them. Or something. Yeah. And I have read articles before. These are things that are said. And Matt from Fiddlehead actually said this as well. Yeah. That craft beer will expand so much, and the people won't be able to keep up because the market share isn't large enough that mm-hmm. it will crash. And then Ontario is growing so fast. Mm-hmm. And because they have such a small means of actually places of where you can actually sell. Right. So say there's 241 or whatever. 242. Yeah. 242 and four means of being able to even sell it. Right. Not enough out. Not, not enough out. And there's only so much yeah. shelf space. And if right. you're a contract so brewer, you're only other. Oh, sorry. The like the fifth or sixth way is licensees through restaurants licensees, and bars. Yes. Right. Which Do is the same as everyone. that um, just like anything like Bitcoin. 
there could be too much of an influx because we're growing so fast. I think you could burst. I think absolutely, and I think we've talked about this. Yeah, I'm gonna go right after you. <laughs> but um, I think we talked about this as well. Um, there has been a, a, a huge influx of craft brewers yeah. and breweries in Ontario, and yeah. I think what's gonna happen is the cream is gonna rise to the top. So yeah. because there are so many and such an influx, and like you said minimal outlets to kind of sell your beer yeah only the best are going to survive so it, it's going to come to a point where all these guys have just kind of the guys who are faking it yeah. that have thrown the money at it and they don't really know what they're doing and are in it just for a quick buck which mm -hmm. craft beer is not not at all yeah. all the brewers we talked to and i i knew this from the beginning it's not a, a cash grab it's something that people do because they're passionate about it mm -hmm. you can make a living out of it but you're not gonna you're not well the few will get rich from it, yeah. but the idea is craft is passion and it's the people that are truly passionate about it, making the best beers that are going to be successful. And unfortunately for the people that aren't, and they're just trying to throw money at it and, and make a business out of it probably aren't going to succeed because they're not giving, you know, the, the, the true craft beer lover what they want. They're mm -hmm. just putting beer out there at, you know, trying to be uh, uh, cost effective and, yeah. and this and that. So like you said, when, when the market gets flooded by, uh, you know, an exorbitant amount of uh, products, mm -hmm. it comes down to, you know, what's the best? What are people like, people are going to buy Bellwoods regardless of what you charge for it, right? Yeah. We're going to yeah. keep lining up for their, yeah. you know, their releases and stuff like that. But for the guy who doesn't really know what he's doing and just tried to, you know, cash in on the craft beer craze probably isn't going to do very well. Hmm. Um, or it could also be a, um, there's so many aspects, marketing. If you love beer and you love craft <clears> beer, <throat> you open the brewery, but you don't know how to market properly. Well, that's the other you thing. Don't and, know how to run a business and we've market. noticed that in Ontario because everyone started upping their marketing game. Yeah. And if you weren't uh, keeping pace with all these other guys, you're falling behind oh, and, and you have to do that. So yeah. not only does the beer have to be good, it has to look good. You have to, uh, uh package it attractively. Mm -hmm. You have to put it in the right bars, right? Yeah. You want, you want the right people drinking your beer now. So it becomes this whole, like, if you're not hitting all your marks, you're going to, you're going to fall behind because there, there's a ton of dudes that are starting to, I mean, dudes in a general, like there's a ton of breweries mm -hmm. that are doing that. Mm -hmm. So the, the cream, the cream will rise. That's what it, it is, and we talked about that today. Unfortunately, yes. yeah. But um, if you're not hitting the mark on every single thing, you're going to fall behind because there, there is, you know, there's a lot of a lot of people out there making good beer. So you got to keep up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one question I did have, uh, an Ontario-based question, is right before I go to the washroom. Yes. Um, what is your favorite Ontario craft beer festival? And there are a ton of them. Mm. A ton of good ones. There are a lot of good ones. And a few not so great ones, but what is your favorite? What are, what are your best couple Ontario craft beer festivals? Mm. BRB. Um, I would say festivals. So there's a bunch. I mean, number one, I mean, I pretty much would have to say Witchstock at this point. Uh, being that it's got everything I want from locally and from internationally. Uh, it's super, super sick. Uh, you know, it's small. It has a very particular, um, what do you want to call it, like, like attendee base, um, but I really enjoy that one. I haven't actually been to Funk Fest, but I've seen the, I've seen the pictures, I think. Did, that wasn't, no, Scott and Michelle went to the May 24 one last yeah, year. Yeah, they went to May 24. Um, but the Funk Fest, uh, I really would like to go and check that one out this year if we're able to. 
Um, I only went to the Toronto Festival of Beer. You and I went just before we moved here, mm-hmm. which was 2012. Uh, it was cool, but I heard it's kind of got, like, worse in the sense that, like, it's just sort of, like, brews and, like, the average person. I don't really fuck with those festivals too much. Um, as far as other ones... Do you know what? The different... I, I went to Cast Days when it was at Bar Volo on Young Street. Like, I think this one stopped recording, actually, baby. The main camera there. Uh... Barvolo on Young Street had cast days back in the day. Um, and that was like, I was like, oh, I didn't even really enjoy it because it was all like, I don't really like cast that much. But now it's like a whole thing. And apparently it's, the whole festival is sick. So I actually really want to check it out at Evergreen Brickworks. Um, yeah, most of the one, do you know what? Just grab the, grab the milkshake. Oh, it's, yeah. Okay. Is it in the freezer still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty much good to go. Um, funnily enough, Scott, I've hardly been to any Ontario Beer Fest. I went to Toronto Beer Fest in 2012. Wow. Uh, um, uh, fucking, uh, what's it called? Um, I think I was still, um, like I never been to Funk Fest. Uh, I didn't go to all the ones that you and Brad go to ever. Damn. Um, all my you're beer festivals out. are here and everywhere else. Not that you're missing out because there's no, a there's fire. ton of fantastic festivals here, but, what's your uh, favorite? what's my favorite? Um... I've always loved cask days. I was just talking about that. Did you? Were you with us when yeah, we went to the very goes. first one? Was that me and you, or was that me and Tiff? We oh, no, the, he always goes. I think. Yeah, you always go. Oh, I, 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 I went to Bar Volo when there was like twenty casks. Uh, Bar Volo hosted the after party, but the cask days festival was at. Um, no, I went back in the back day. Back in the day, day. okay, like nice. 2011, 2012. Right, where it was shit. actually hosted. It was there. cold. It was outside. Nice. In on the patio, there was twenty. Right, that tiny little side. I think patio. I went with Pippi. I think I went with Ian Pippi sense. and yeah. his missus. I, don't know if I went to the after him. party there. After cast days, but like back in the day. Okay, now it's at the one where it's got like hundreds of casts. Yeah, it's at um, yeah, Evergreen Evergreen Brickworks, yeah. which is awesome. It's kind of that indoor outdoor vibe. There's casks from all over North America. Yeah, um, it's just the it's more the vibes than anything. Like, cause I, how's the beer? I, like the beer's good. I mean, there's a lot of there's some funky weird stuff that isn't the greatest, but there's some really cool. Um, like I had that. There was like like this like there was almost like chunks of hops in this like the essence of a cask is just so much different than like your your regular carbonated beer bottled beer but it's just a cool like a great venue uh great vibes good music fun people good food beers from all over north america and cask it's kind of fun like i don't get to drink cask enough so it's 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 kind of like a nice little thing Um, i was kind of jelly when you and shan went i was like yeah another one funk fest in um in muskoka gravenhurst Sada City hosts that every year. That's around the Canada Day long weekend. Now it's June 30th this year. Right. So just before Canada Day. Um, that's always a riot. Um, the Muskoka 2-4 Beer Fest was really fun. Yeah, yeah. We did that. Fun. I haven't really been to... The only, the only beer fest I kind of am not crazy about... Toronto? ...is the Toronto Festival, Festival of, of Beer. beer. It, just, it just became too big. And it's been running for years and years and years. It, I think it started at Fort York... Um, it's got bigger and bigger. And it got bigger and bigger and bigger, and now it's at um, the uh, c uh, grounds. Yeah, yeah. And it's just become like, it's just like, there's a ton of macro presence there, so you're drinking... And the bros, the after work It's a big bro fest. Stuff. I know people accuse of, us of being bros, but like, I'm talking yeah, like, anyone the in, bros. Yeah, like, dude, we're not bros. Like, I, <laughs> you know what a bro is? Like, you're an intelligent human being, we're not fucking bros, because we wear hats backwards and we're not fat. <laughs> Does not make us bros. 
stop that shit. If anyone says that, and there's one particular fuckhead who doesn't watch that stuff anyway, who says that, shut up. We're not fucking bros. Yeah, can be. If you I just, I'm just not offended because I just, I'm, I'm so, not. So it doesn't like. No, no, but like, just don't be a dickhead. Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up. Stop being dickhead. People are idiots. Yeah, I love y'all, but some yeah. people, some of you yeah. guys are fucking retards. So yeah, there's there's a lot of great Ontario craft beer festivals. Um, Again, not very few I dislike, but there's I don't know they're kind of like cool niche. You know what I mean? They have they all have the their niche own little vibe and cool. stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm yeah. into. So like the little kind of cool ones that like something like Witchstock has become a niche festival. I heard be... the reason the only reason I didn't mention that is because as I was you leaving, I that. heard you talk because about that's it, the only so... one I could think about. Because yeah. like all the festivals, even if you look at the vlogs, mm-hmm. there's Peche Day here, which is like a mini festival. Yeah, they do Peche Day there in right, uh, but I guess Ontario it's the triple too. G here. I, I yeah, I have, but I had never go to anything in Ontario. Yeah, I don't know why. I think I'm just never there for festivals. That's why I'm looking forward to liquid it's a busy art. season, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know why. There's right. no and I'm, I'm assuming we're going to add that to our uh, repertoire soon, like liquid as being our oh yeah, our favorite like, Ontario. Well, these the three we're going to this summer, like, mm-hmm. and I guess now, like, we might be able to go to Vermont or something like that. You'll yeah. be away though. Like, yeah, it's like the end of July. We were supposed to be in Jamaica, so we might be around. But it's the same weekend that uh, Vermont and Michigan, like the end, whatever yes. it was. Um, but yeah, that looks pretty fun. You want to do this last beer? So this is something I've been very excited about. This is the latest milkshake from. Uh, I'm glad I can try this now because I wasn't able to get this beer. Yes. I've had every milkshake since it's been released, and uh, I wasn't able to get this guy. Luckily, you got one, so I can give her a shot. Give her a little belt. Um, yeah. Do you want some uh, milky? Do you want to wash that out or? Yes. Um, so Brad got this one. Huge shout out to my brother who I really hassle him to get me beer and I really appreciate it. And he's great. He puts the effort um, in. He goes out and yeah, stands man. in line like, for us. So, a, I mean, I've been out there in that line too. But oh no, you've done it too. Brad's I, a soul journey. I always like gets to, down there regardless. Apologize to you both for asking you to do this for me all the time. Yeah. Um, it's annoying. Uh, you're welcome. So this is uh, like this is actually going to question I want to ask you guys. Mm. I will answer mine. So like my favorite series of beer, probably of all time, is the Milkshake series. I love, 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 fucking love Milkshake, uh, like Milkshake IPAs. I love different fruits in beer. I love the lactose and the vanilla in it. Um, it's just perfect to me. Everything about this, I get extremely nervous that I don't have control over being there myself to get the beer. So that's why I hassled Brad to do it. Uh, I was kind of annoyed that I only got two because there was a limit of four and he didn't have anyone with him. Um, but that is my favorite series. Do you guys have a favorite series of beer? And there's very, there's a ton in Ontario. I'm going to be boring and cosign. This is the it's only. Not boring. This is it's the. Facts. This is the only series of beer that I will ever line up for. Mm. I will get up early in the morning on a Saturday morning and stand out in the cold to get this beer because it's just it's fun, exciting. Each one is different. Um, look at the thing; like it's it looks ridiculous. <laughs> it looks ridiculous. Ridiculously perfect. That's look what I'm at saying. That. No, it's oh just, my god! I love it so much. Like I've always said, beer is supposed to be fun, and I feel with this series of beer they really have fun with it. Right? Look at it. Oh, like it's disgusting. This is like a, this is a, you know crispy boys need not apply this no. is a big juicy hazy fruity lactose creamy like it just tastes great and they ha- you can tell they have fun with this series of beer and yeah. i have fun drinking it so I- i'm gonna co-sign on that milkshake is my How's favorite uh, series of beers in ontario, in ontario yeah let's get it in cheers get it in here it's fire 
Just like I expected. Yeah, it's amazing. It's uh, tart, tart, sweet, creamy, <laughs> creamy. Wow, we went straight for the same words, eh? Tangy. Yo. Vanilla, fruit. Raspberry is a good one. Like, that's a, a great, like, it, yeah. it lends itself well to the style. I like it. I love it. It's just so interesting to me. I don't know. Something about this. It's still beer. beer like, it's like. Just does it for me. I, I don't know. What it's, to say. it's raspberry sorbet. That's what it's. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's amazing. It's fucking amazing. Uh, babe, do you have a. Um, Monogamy. Monogamy. That's a good one. It's a great it's one. From, uh, great one. Like understanding hot profiles. Yes. Like well, There's an was, education involved yeah, as well. Yeah. That was something that we talked about, even like with the having That's the galaxy. Yeah, because yeah, we like we realized that. Oh shit. Get it in you had. Oh, we should have drank get it in you. You should have. Nah, that's what you I don't have any more here, do you? I have two. Oh. That's nah, fine. Um, Shout-outs to Soda City. Get in here. Um, yes. Yeah. Like, monogamy is a great one because it makes you understand, like, the real value of the hops. And I feel like of all the single hop series, uh, um, Stone City has one called Single Handed. Um, who doesn't have a single hop series, really? Like, yeah, everyone kind of does. I'm just trying to think off the top of my head the different ones. I know Town is starting to do one. Um... Ah, fuck, I'm having a blank. But, like, everybody kind of has a single it's hop fun. series. It's interesting. And I think they're really good. But monogamy, yeah. because they're so prolific, they and they've probably the been doing, yeah, yeah. like, and it's rel- it's, it's, it's kind of weird. I was going to say it's got the same, like, grain bill or whatever, but it doesn't. They have, um, they have the... But they do, some are pale ales. Some are pale, some are IPAs, some are right. double pale ales, some are double IPAs. Like, it's this whole, like... It would only make it would make sense to me that they all be IPAs, but I like that they're kind of diversifying. Just I guess but so they're I'd not like to know so why. similar. Well, maybe because it's like I think some hops are so similar it would almost almost be hard to tell from one to the other. Like there's mild uh, characteristic changes, but if you right. went just like IPA, 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 like maybe like a it'd be too boring. Is that kind of what it is for? Like to maybe it yeah yeah. So switch it up a little bit, right? Like just enough. Because if you just did yeah. IPA, 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 you know, maybe, you know. It'd be too much. That's a good point. I don't know. I thought maybe it was like the they adjusted the, the malt profile or whatever and the style or whether it's, you know, a little stronger, a little weak or whatever to match the hop, to, to bring out the best. I think that's hop. what they do. I think that's yeah. exactly right. So maybe that's kind yeah. of why. Um, do we have any other questions for Ontario things we want to like shoot around? Anything else that pops in? Because we've mm. been sitting here for hour and forty. Not bad. Talking about Toronto. So- pretty, pretty, pretty good, good for a solo. solo. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was always nice to do these uh, ones whenever we can. We don't get together enough. Um, so, it's, you know, this was good. This was something that we really want to continue this series yeah. of, of beer. And I'd like to get to Ottawa this summer and do yes. one with Chris and uh, Nate up there. Yep. You know, and do something like a day crib or whatever and do a bunch of Ottawa podcasts and then you know, stay for it. Like, just go out for a day, stay for the night, do yeah. one with them, one with the brewery, couple with breweries the next day, whatever. Sick. Sounds like a nice trip. Easy to come me. back, you yeah. know. Um, um, that'd be a fun thing to some. Mm. So, if there's no other uh, things we want to discuss, yeah, maybe I, I always like to ask the people, like, what do you think about uh, what we've talked about today? Like, what are your opinions, comments, questions, concerns? Um, do you have a favorite brewery in Ontario? Um, what is yeah, your what favorite, is your favorite Ontario beers? style? What's your favorite Ontario beer festival? Let us know your opinions on Ontario Anything beer. we discussed as well. Like, if you agree or disagree with any of the things, you know, what they said about the LCBO or whatever just any sort of uh yeah feedback to to, to get a dialogue because mm-hmm. uh, you know we basically really uh like we've sort of said a bunch recently we're really 
focusing on representing for Ontario, Quebec, uh, Vermont is kind of like our, our like it's like the little little triangle, you know, Toronto, room. Ottawa, Quebec, uh, Montreal, uh, Burlington type of thing, like a little like little squad out here, just really trying to focus, and we've been doing that for yeah. the last like little while, and it's been honestly better than sort of I anticipated it to be. I'm really enjoying it. Um, and it's kind of like you know, it's like a staycation. We're stay we're we're experiencing yeah. our own provinces whereas i think before we were kind of going everywhere else. everywhere else and now we're kind of like let's let's enjoy what we have here because we have Soak a pretty good thing going so yeah, yeah. i'm like you know i'm just really proud of what we have like in this little you know six hours that way two hours that way hour and a half that way from here yeah we're like, like a day a day trip in any any direction so. or less like yeah. you know like yeah you can do a day well maybe not a day trip to toronto and back that'd be kind of crazy yeah. but like like we're really lucky. We're very blessed. We have a lot of great stuff. Um, Ontario is a fantastic province that has fantastic beers across the whole spectrum of it from east to west. And, and we touched on s- probably this just southern Ontario. Yeah. We didn't drink anything we from mid or northern Ontario, right. from Thunder Bay, from Sudbury, right. from like where Half Hours on Earth is. We did none of, of that. stuff up there too. None of that stuff. I we mean, just kept it to kind of our little What bubble, we have access but, to. Right. Because we don't really have access to any of that that's stuff. That's true. Um, so that's kind of what we don't to discuss. And if there's things that we should be checking out, I'd love to hear about it. Yeah, that's, let us uh, know. Please do. Um, anything else, Tiff? Feeling good about that? So, guys, if you enjoyed the episode, please smash that big fat thumbs up below. Hit subscribe. Hit the notification bell so you know when the next shit is popping. Um, follow us on social media at BOS Podcast. And, of course, follow us for the long-form audio like these ones uh, on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your talking media. Hit review, rate, subscribe, all that bullshit. That is it, y'all. We'll and most importantly... Yes. Get it in ya! Yeah. Uh-huh.